commentary on black women confronting brother Ice Cube about his contract with Black America. We'll be right to you and right in a minute. Get your money, man. Get your bread up. Gotta do for yourself. Now you fed up. Get your study on. All praise be to God. Stay red up. God never let up. Everyone that I'm around already know what I'm about. Build heaven on earth. Gotta catch up Elijah Muhammad Muhammad Ali. Farrakhan Michael Mesh. Now man, what about me? Now, as we said today, we are going to be doing commentary on black women confronting Brother Ice Cube about his contract with Black America. Now, I have some links that I have to send out. You know, like we did last time. Today, we're going to do a call-in show. Today, please share this video out. I want to hear you guys' opinions at the end. I'm going to allow you all to call in. So, as I send out these text messages to get people to come in, I'm going to play my song. And y'all can get my music from BrotherBenMusic.com. But in the meantime, in between time, share this out. Share this out with your friends and family, y'all. We finna get started right here in a minute. Music.com. Want the money and the power. I ain't trying to be a slave. I ain't trying to go broke. Going broke to the grave. White man, the god of this world. All gotta get paid. Black man, the alpha omega. Better know it go both ways. Want the money and the power. I ain't trying to be a slave. I ain't trying to go broke. Going broke to the grave. White man, the god of this world. All gotta get paid. Black man, the alpha omega. Better know it go both ways. Get money for the boss, or get your money for the cause. Not a real good feeling when you work hard and get a call. They just worry about the come up, they ain't worried about your fall. They don't care about your mama, them. They don't care about your dog. They don't care if you're laid off. They don't care if bills paid off. They ain't worried about the loan you got. You done paid some things, now you're way off. I don't know about you, but a nine to five ain't me. I ain't trying to serve a white man, I'm just trying to do me. Bossed up for a check, young black man, and he free. Hey, that's that Brother Ben X song right there, man. So we about to get right into it. We about to get right into it. As you can see, today we're going to be discussing Brother Ice Cube being confronted by his sisters, black women, um, about the contract with black America. And uh, I have my thoughts, but I want to get you guys to come in and share your thoughts at the end. So how we typically do it, we open up just like this. Um... I give my commentary on it, and at the end, I give y'all the number to call in so you guys can share your perspective as well. So if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching this on Facebook, uh, like my show and follow the Facebook page as well. Let's get right into it. We ain't even going to waste no time. Let's get right into it. Here we go. Now, joining us now is a legendary rapper and film producer who is making headlines not only for his music, but his involvement with policy and politics. Please, everybody, welcome Ice Cube. Hello, sir. Hey, hey what's you. up? How y'all doing? Hey, you. Yo, what's up? What's, what's up, Lisa Ray? How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. Good, good, good. How's everybody doing? Bless. Bless. Good, good. And, and we're also very appreciative of you taking the time to come talk to us here. I know everyone's trying to get a piece of you and talk to you and have you on their platform. So 
we definitely um, appreciate that. So thank you. I, I want to ask you just out the gate how you're doing. You know, how how have you been coping with the pandemic, the civil unrest? These are, I mean, black people have, all, have always been through trying times, but it's yeah. a little extra right now on top of our regular stress. Getting different. We got another layer on top. You know, we got 10 on 20 right now. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you know, the pandemic, it hit everybody um, and caught everybody off guard. Uh, thank God for D nice who, uh, started yes. spinning them records, man. I and know, kept people right? just, you know, kind of, you kept our sanity, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then the thing with, uh, George Floyd happened, yes, which shook everybody to our core. You know, when you hear a man, you know, scream for his mama, mm -hmm. I think everybody in the world felt that. So. Yes you know, uh, everything sh switched reels for me. And I, uh, I just been on this quest trying to, trying to get us true equality, you know, not just equality on, you know, social issues, but economic equality, which is, you know, just as important. Well, let's just jump right in then Q, um, because I have been, you know, looking at some of the, um, bites from your interview you did an interview with roland martin which mm -hmm. helped me i'm going to say because i will say that when i first heard that you were supporting trump i was like wait a minute what hold on because you my boy so i was like i got a personal I, insight i'm gonna I, call I, him directly i didn't say i was supporting trump so allegedly yeah. right yeah that's, yeah, yeah that's what i heard that's what the bite mm -hmm. the sound bite yeah. you know that now did y'all i like what she said here though she says i first heard it and I had to call all them people who know Cube and stuff like that. DL Hughley, who, you know, up there, they could, man, they could have got his number and called him before spreading the false propaganda that he was supporting Trump. That's why people got to do their research. And I watched that interview and I heard you break it down to why you were involved, why you met with both sides and when you got involved, which was not just recently. And so no. when I said, you know, uh, um, what contract was he talking about this contract of black america like what is that where did it come from i did not know so when i said when i think of things that i don't know i automatically assume that a whole lot of people out there don't know so i would want you to educate me as well so what did make you go to the administration and and speak with them well what happened was you know it was a lot of yelling a lot of people upset a lot of uh reforms being put on the table during george floyd but I was looking around for a document that really was speaking on what's, what's the needs in the community and what, what do we need across the board, not just from government, but from the private sector too. Um, Cause there's a lot of companies that are involved in our pain and, and they got to pay up too. You know, it's, they owe us reparations as well in some uh, shape or form. So, uh, it was nothing. I was looking around. I'm like, damn, where is the document? Where is the axe? What are we asking for as a people across the board that deals with not only police brutality, but all our needs? Um, so I started working on, on it myself with, you know, some smart people. I know we end up getting, um, you know, economists involved, uh, people like Derek Hamilton, um, you know, we started to go and just find the smartest minds to help try to put a document together so we can actually have something to say, 
damn, all this is things we need. This is so anybody black could look at our document and say, yeah, support this, support, you know, some of the things that we have. Now, I'm not a politician and I, I shouldn't be the one to have to put this thing together. We've had politicians in place for a long time and they haven't come up with something like this. So I was surprised, but that didn't stop me. And we put that together July 1st. All right. I want to I want to do some real quick. I want to stop him real quick. I'm, I'm going to get right back to it. But look at look at the, the mindset that he had. He said he didn't see anybody doing it, but that didn't stop him. There's so many of us in our community, whether if we're dealing with politics or not, we'll see somebody not doing something. And instead of us coming up with our own plan, whether if we know all that we're talking about or not, he, he put together a plan. But a lot of time what we do, we say this leader ain't doing this, this leader not doing that, this group ain't doing this. And what we do, we put our, our, our thumbs together. We, 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 we put our phones together and we just condemn, condemn, condemn for years after years after years in people comments. But we never put together our plan. So I know y'all want to come out the ice cube and do all that different stuff. But I would encourage you to at least take on the mindset that he have. Instead of just complaining about it, he at least put something together and brought something to the table instead of being in people's comments saying what somebody should have been doing. I think we all should take on that. Uh, you know, I think we should take on that trait. What y'all think about that? And we revamped it about. Uh, let me get the timeline here. We revamped it July 19th. And from then, people wanted to interview me about it. So I went on just promoting the contract with Black America, you know, hoping to be contacted by any of the politicians saying, yo, this is a great idea. Everybody that I would show would say, oh, these are great ideas. This is common sense. This is things that should be in place already, but they're not. So I was just kind of saying, okay, we're going to- yeah, starting the initiative, and I'll make a long story short. I was just going up, basically saying, okay, we're going to go after the private sector. We're going to go after the banks. We're going to go after Hollywood. We're going to go after the people that we know got their hands in the cookie jar. You know what I mean? So then we started to get contacted from, we got contacted from the Democrats on um, September 8th. And then we started talking to them. Mm -hmm. Then we got contacted by the Republicans. So that's when the ball started rolling then. So it's not just like I just jumped into anything. I mean, I just did the contract and then people started to contact me, not the other way around. I was hoping. Now I want to read this real quick for y'all that's on the screen because I know this is going to be an audio podcast as well for those who wonder why I keep pausing. It says this contract with black America was designed to start the hard conversations. It was made to be perfected and debated. So please add comments and suggestions so we can create a better contract with America that will help create a better or more perfect union. This is on the website. Now, uh, how many of us actually commented or maybe tried to reach out via the website somehow before going to uh, YouTube and Facebook to condemn the plan. Look at what it says here. It was made to be perfected and debated. Made to be perfected. So please add comments and suggestions 
so we can create a better contract. Now, how many of us as a people see this brother's trying to do at least something for our people and we just go to condemning him and saying, oh, you niggas are sellout and all. How is somebody a sellout because they're attempting to come up with a plan for you and then offer you the, 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 the ability to help create a better plan by adding in your comments and suggestions? Just want to stop that and, and, and get a little side note right there. The Democrats will be all over me. Um, but you know, that wasn't the case. And, and I understand it wasn't like I was throwing a fit. I just was like, okay, we're going at the private sector. And then the Republicans contacted me. And to me, if you speak it for black people, you should speak to whoever is in power or about to be in power. And I think you had a statistic that you said something about there has been 7,000 black people elected and you felt like in offices for us and you felt like they ain't made a change. They have, we've not come far at all with 7,000 of us in there. What are we going to do? Who is going to take this and say, okay, I'll be in the front line of this and then get in the front line and have everybody on come on board with you? Because let's be honest, you are Ice Cube and you do have a, a huge platform. So I, I, I would say that um, for me to know that you've been using your platform to be able to have an initiative like that. I think it's worth you doing the interviews that you're doing and letting everybody know and hear your voice. On I want to jump in and say, I just don't think it's that fair to, to the 7,000 of black elected officials that have been in office. Right. To say that they've done nothing. Right? Yeah. Because I, I think that is, I, I, I think that's a slippery slope to, to walk down because as we saw with Barack a lot of progress, has been made. It's not as simple as you get elected and bam, you can make all these changes. One man. Right. One I, I never said that 7,000 people, black people have never did anything. I said that since the 60s, there's been over 7,000 black uh, politicians elected in prominent positions. And our situation, you know, as far as the wealth gap hasn't changed. We flatlined from the 60s to now, we've had, we have not gained or closed the wealth gap. So that's the major problem. I understand we got a lot of people, you know, working hard for progress that the, just the facts are, it hasn't happened in the traditional way. So that's why I want to break the mold. So for, I, I just want to say, um, first of all, you know, there's this whole cancel, cancel, um, culture that we have. First of all, anybody canceling no damn ice cube. Let me just say that first out the gate. Uh, this is NWA. Thank you. He was the first to say, fuck the police. So go sit down. Nobody's canceling Ice Cube. And if you are canceling, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Second of all, I do think that it is very good that you are taking an initiative to, um, and, and I like how you say bipartisan, because that means both parties. This is for both parties. We want both parties to jump onto this. This is not just, oh, this person, that person. We want everybody to grab a hold on to what African-American people need singularly. And I remember we talked about this on cocktails. Remember, Lisa Ray, when you, you asked the question before, you were like, well, who's going to do something? Who's going to lead singularly for African-Americans? Now, I do know that there have been tons of initiatives. CD, CBC has initiatives all the time, Congressional Black Caucus, uh, the Nation of Islam, hey, I, right here, National Agenda. They've had... Um, an entire agenda that happened right after the Million Man March. It was Shout out to Sister Selena Johnson for pointing that out, not leaving that out of the picture. Appreciate you, Sister Selena. 
presented to um uh what's the name the, the president that was in what's his name clinton it was it was presented to the clinton administration so we have tried there has been trying going on but one thing i do like about your initiative is that it is singular to black people that gap that wealth gap is a fool and it does need to be fixed immediately but here's my question i watched you on the black report the other day on friday and they asked you Hey Q, what do you think about, you know, when you see the black man march and how does that make you feel? And you said something that was really profound that stood out to me. You said, you know what? I wish that black people and black men could watch this over again and get back to this because you said even myself, we haven't we need to get back to this type of unity, this type of connecting. And so my thing is, let's say whoever get in office, it ain't gonna matter. The the initiative is set and then it's like nothing's happening or what or something is happening or whatever you know it's there now well let's say they give us all the 500 billion dollars that we asked for do you honestly think and i'm not even trying to be um i'm not even trying to be funny or trying to catch nobody up enough i'm just asking like a real question with the state of how our community is already broken how we already have ptsd how we already are not connecting already interculturally the infrastructure of african americans in general is just jammed up with or without money do you think and what could be the process of once we get this money of implementing it properly into our communities and really being able to allocate it where it makes sense and matters that's and what's going to be necessary for that to happen that's a good question well, you know, what I said on the show about the Million Man March was the fact that it was the Million Man March, but it was a day of atonement. It was a day where we were gonna bury the hatchet with each other. It was the day when we were supposed to go back to our neighborhood kind of as new people and try to, you know, make things better. Um, right. And, you know, it just didn't happen the way you know, we all envisioned it, uh, but that don't mean we, we can't start. You know, we do need uh, financial help in our communities, but we also got to we got to make a commitment to ourselves That's right. to clean up ourselves. You know, it do start with the person in the mirror. Uh, you know, you can't deal with the white man out here until you deal with the white man in there. That's right. You see right. what I mean? So right. you, you have to clean up. We have to clean up ourselves. We've been poisoned by this society. We've been poisoned by trying to live like the people who've had us oppressed and, and what they are attracted to, we're attracted to. We got to come out of that. We got to be our own people with our own flavor, our own style, our own morals. And we got to flip it. You know, I'm I'm not Mr. Holy. I'm guilty of it, too. So it's something we all have to start doing uh, to clean ourselves up. But I think the key is now I want to give some commentary on that. I definitely agree with that. You know, Brother Neri says all the time, man, shoot, we can talk about the enemy. But what about the enemy on the inside? We could talk about what somebody else is doing to us. And that is I mean, is it, we should talk about it. But at the same time, what could we do that we can control? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said self-improvement is the basis for community development. Self-improvement is the basis for community development. We have to be, we have to start bigging up those who are doing things in the community. I get so sick and tired of hearing people say ain't nothing being done in the community. 
To me, those are coming from people who are not involved in the community. There are people right now who see people doing good in the community and they are ignore it as if it's not happening because it won't get them views on the YouTube channel, because it won't get them views on CNN. It won't get them views on the shade room. But we know there are so many people right now that are helping people mentally, spiritually, financially. But we only get together when we want to beef about the religion or something like that. Beef about doctrines or beef about philosophies. So it does start with self. It can't just be reparations mentally. I mean, uh, monetarily, it has to be repairment mentally as well, because money and a fool was so part. Money and a fool. A fool and his money will soon part. If I don't know what to do with it, I'm going to lose it anyway. And if we are not coming together economically, guess what's going to happen? We already know our dollar only circulates, they say, six to eight hours. Well, other people circulate 30 days. Well, if I get the money and my money is only circulating a couple hours throughout the day and not 30 days, we're going to give it right back to them anyway. So it definitely does start with self, which is why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said self-improvement, self, self, self-improvement is the basis for community development. Is to uh, try to get the money in the, in the hands of people who are doing things, who are trying to be on the right side, the progressive people, the people who are, uh, you know, business owners, people who want to own homes, you know, people who want to beautify their homes so it, it isn't, you know, just gentrified, you know, so it's things where we can get money into responsible people's hands and hopefully they'll hire the community to teach the community. They'll uh, use the community to, to hopefully clean clean the community up, you know? I also think the government has a job too. You know, why you use the armies just to come in and, and put guns on us and make sure we're not protesting? Why you don't use the armies to come fix fences and roofs and, and, and paint walls and do things to beautify the neighborhood? You know, it's like they gotta rethink how government works for the people and they're not gonna do it using the same old ways. You're gonna have to push them you're gonna have to find pressure points and you're gonna have to use leverage uh when it's time. You know, I just everybody gotta make said, a quick statement though, Q. Go ahead. If the administration that is in there right now hasn't done it for the past three and a half years, what do you think is gonna make them start in the next four years that they are given more and given more during a pandemic? Think about I know that. you gotta take a break, hold that thought, but yeah. I just gotta ask that and, and make that statement. Because but, mm -hmm. you can't make them owe them all of that, and they've been there for three and a half years. So yeah, very, I, very, I, ain't, I ain't trying very, to make them do nothing. So we, we gotta, need them to do something if we're gonna back. trust them to do it. Hold on, guys, we gotta take a quick break. Okay. I definitely want to talk about that. I definitely want to talk about QB hit on some very very good points about the military, but this current administration is using the military to enforce their own agenda. And we want to talk about that. So let's take a quick break. A lot of gems are being dropped here. We'll be back with more Cocktails with the Queens when we return after this break. Welcome back to Cocktails with the Queens. We have Ice Cube here, and we are talking about his contract with Black America and some very legit questions here. Vivica, before we went to break, you asked about if the current administration has not done it in three and a half years. Why now is this, this massive push with two weeks before the election? I understand, Ice Cube, you've been working with this since June, July, but we're hearing about it now. So it looks really 
By the way, by the way, by the way, we will be doing a call-in show. So I know a lot of y'all are tuned in right now on YouTube and Facebook. Stick around because after we finish doing commentary on this, I want to hear from y'all. We got the platform. I want to be a. I want to be one of the platforms that offer you guys an opportunity to have a voice as well. Many of us don't like to voice our opinion because we say I don't have a voice. Well, we got over eight hundred people tuned in right now. In a minute, I'm gonna give you the number so you guys can call in and share your thoughts as well. So don't go nowhere. I think Convenient. a lot of black. It looks very yeah. Like I feel like I don't, and I know this isn't your intention, but I feel like. You know how they use us all the damn time. You well, know what I, mean? I mean, both sides use celebrities, but check this out. The thing is this, I'm not here saying he gonna do anything, but he didn't make a promise to me. He made a campaign promise to the world. So he's on record for that. Now, we wanted Joe Biden on record. He has a plan, but I don't know if his plan really pinpoints black people. So. We yeah. want a plan that pinpoints black people. We don't know if any of them going to do it. But when you have a person on record as a campaign promise, you have more to go at him with because mm -hmm. he's told the world this is what he's going to do. And if he doesn't deliver, he looks bad to everybody. Now, why hasn't dude done it in three years? I don't know. Nobody's been pressing him. Everybody's been like, he's the boogeyman run. And nobody's been pressing them on behalf of black people because we've been just waiting for Democrats to get back in. You know, I do and, not agree with and, you on that statement. There has been a well, lot well, of people that have asked well, him, what about the wall? What about the kids what, in cages? What, what, I mean, there's a lot of things I, that I, I understand me, that. I'm not going to give him no plus signs whatsoever. That, but, check, but check this out. I'm talking what? about pressing him. <laughs> Why do Sister Vivica seem so mad? Well, she's she seem like well, she ain't playing no games today, boy. To give things to black people. These are country issues. I'm talking about black <laughs> people pressing him to give things to black people. Everybody treated him like the boogeyman. Nobody would go and press him to give things to black people. The stuff that he's doing to the rest of the country, I understand that, but we raggedy. We got to get our. We have to. We have to. We have to. We have to press any president that that ends up winning. We have to press, or it's not going to work. We can't just press one side. He says or, when or we do press him that the other people are fine people. I mean, is that that's a, that, that's right? A, that, I mean, and, look, and he won't announce. And he won't announce the people that hurt us and suppress us. And that, that, and then the policeman I, had his neck on somebody's neck for, for, for nine minutes. He never Vivica. support them. Did, I mean, I'm not here to fight about what he did, what he didn't do. Is he a good white man? Is he a bad white man? To me, they pretty much all the same. So I now, I don't agree with that. With that said, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the, can I, I well, want to be, well, well, I don't look, agree. I, I used to be, well, look. Can I know I? <laughs> we've, we've had all kind of ice cube like, damn, man, look, look here. <laughs> he got to get his point across, boy. Presidents and our situation hasn't changed. So that's why I said they're pretty much all the same when it comes to a president and dealing with uh, our situation. Um, also, let me, I got to ask, I got to ask this question. I got to ask this question because you're on this show with, with the cocktails with the queens. And there's a reason for that. It wasn't to have you defend or not defend Donald Trump. It was about 
I care about what's in this contract with Black America for women, and, and it's not we're not mentioned at all in the contract with Black America. And I you are mentioned. I mean, when you when you mention Black people, you mention in Black women, so oh, don't count yourself no, out. No, yes, that's you not are. true. Just like, just like administration said that when they black mentioned people like, is no, not Black women, that's that's not Black true. women are not included in Black people. No, that's like when the president says minorities, then he's including black people. But we all know that that's not the case. Black women have specific needs that are not also being met. And we also feel that there should be some things that are specific to us in our plight as well. And I, I understand I that. Like, I feel like as and a black I, man, you can leave. No. I feel like well, I just offered. I just offered y'all to write a section up for it. I just said I, I don't mind if you guys help us. Oh, okay. If you guys help us write a section. No, I've been open to all kind of experts in putting this together. It wasn't just me. We we dealt with experts in all fields of this contract with Black America. So we're willing to deal with experts in the section when it comes to women. So that's no problem. Okay, I'll, stay, I, and I'll help this, you write it. I'll help you write it. If, say if, you if, do get the money. How soon yes. do you think your plan is going to go into effect? It when will we start seeing the benefits? Getting, I'm not getting one quarter. Okay, but, this no, is no, something no, no, promising. No, no, no. I said this is something when, he's promising to the country. Lord, let the man answer, sister. Sheesh. He's going to have to implement it in a way he feel that can fit. Okay, just but like can Joe I just Biden's ask plan. though? What what would you see this uh, plan okay. doing for the first year? For us, if he's reelected, I'm not part of the administration. Well, I'm not I, here. For, I'm here for black people. I'm here to talk to both administrations about the contract with Black America. The platinum plan is not mine. Didn't name it. Didn't put it together. All I did was meet about the contract with Black America. They added some things, and I'm willing to meet with both sides. They can add some things or not. It's fine. I mean, you know, they ran off immediately and did statements that you're basically a Republican now. That's on them. That ain't on me. Okay. That's on them. That's not on me. I just want to make sure. We just want to clarify. We can't all talk at the same time. I got to ask a question, y'all. With over 20,000 lies told to the American people by this president, I'm a former friend of Donald Trump. All right. So one thing. Okay. 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 I don't, you know, I don't want to. Maybe women do feel, uh, uh, I don't know. What do y'all think about what they said about it, that women should be specified and that, you know, just cause you said black people that don't include black women. What do y'all think about that? I, I, I don't, I think it does include black women and black men. Um, but women may, you know, women may think different. So what are y'all thoughts on that? Wait, wait till y'all call in. I'm going to let y'all call in in a minute, but I do want to get y'all perspective on that. When they said that it should specifically say black women, what's y'all thoughts on that? That's it. That's an interesting, you know, little conversation there. I work with them. I made money with him. Personally, it would have served me better to still stay on his side. Why would you believe after he gets black votes, his whole goal from three years ago was to siphon 20% of black male votes to cross over to vote to support him. Yeah. Why would we believe that he has, once he gets reelected, he will follow through with any of these plans, as opposed to Joe Biden and Kamala, who would be in their first term and be more indebted to do the right thing to get reelected for a second term? Right. Why should we believe? Why should we believe that Donald Trump would actually follow through? Is what that's a legit question that I have. He ain't followed through. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You're gonna have to uh, figure that out because I, I'm I'm not sure if he's gonna do it or not. 
I'm not sure what any of these guys are going to do. All I know is we got to push our agenda no matter who's in there. And <laughs> I would, I, you know, in a perfect world, you know, the, the Biden campaign would have brought me in and we would have really talked about the plan and they would have did, you know, great things to their plans to uh, specifically target black people. But they chose not to. And and that's fine. The thing is, I'm not a supporter you. of neither one of them. No, I'm saying so it's that's, not that's what's the problem. Can, I'm an independent can, person. You'll have a conversation with the administration if Don, if if Biden wins and Kamala wins. It's not too late. So I don't think it's fair yeah. to like dismiss what they exactly. are. They're not in power yet. So they really anybody. can't say. They uh -huh. really can't say and promise things because they're not yet in power. We're not even in power in Congress. You so, can't you can't make campaign promises. But why and they do have. Why, that's why, what that's what the plan make the promise well, when they're in well, office. Well, they put out they put out they put out they put out the uh lift every voice can sing plan. That is their promise to America and to the world. That is their promise. So the thing is you can always promise the people who put you in power something more than what you just came up with. You gotta especially when you know there's so much more that needs to be done and he knows that it's so much that falls short in that plan when it comes to actually helping black people minority people of color uh diversity all those are trick words and and black people don't necessarily get uh a tenth of that so we yeah. have to really be smart and really make sure that that money is touching the hands of the people who have really struggled in this country for hundreds of years. I have a question for you, I, I, you said that the Biden campaign didn't reach out to you. And well, you said, first you said the-, the They the, did reach out, said but first, they didn't wanna, they, they, they said, hook up, we'll hook up after, after the election. And to be fair, they want, they're not the power in party right now. I wanna ask you this, if this is true, because I had heard That's from fair. one of my sources that you were contacted for the Zoom call with Kamala Harris, with Dale Hughley, Snoop Dogg, you, Killer Mike, they were all on the call and you were not on the call. And that was to okay. speak. That was in September. And was what why so you said they didn't reach out. You said the Democrats didn't reach out, but Kamala Harris's folks reached out to you and wanted you to be on the Zoom call because they thought your voice was Okay, she just said that he said that they didn't reach out. It sounded like he just said they did reach out. Important. Why did you not mm -hmm. participate? You did not participate in that. Peace family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering. What can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. Com. Well, you know, we have spent, um, you know, was. a lot of people time putting a contract with Black America together. And, you know, I, I just thought that getting on a Zoom call with 12 other entertainers uh, all shooting what they 
uh, believe needs to be done to me wasn't going to be productive. And I was also because my uh, lawyer, Matt Johnson, has a connection with Kamala Harris and I was promised a call that I never received. So, you know, that's why I didn't uh, feel like I wanted to be on that Zoom call. Um, so I feel like our plan is so broad that you can't talk about it with 12 other people who had nothing to do with it. Um, and these are a lot of things that really need to get done. So I wanted to have a serious conversation and not just a, you know, a rally cry kind of conversation. But you, but you, but said, also talk, but you would talk to anyone that was willing to help. You said you were. I am. I am, but I just said, I just said, I just said, I just said that they said they were going to call me direct and I never got that call. So when you hear that, you're waiting for that call. It never so, came. So no kind of way don't work if it's not the way that you started. You want it. Got it. Well, I want to get things done. I don't want to just spin my wheels, talk to people who can't really make it happen. So oh, I didn't want to just, I didn't want to just, She's well, the vice presidential when, candidate. When, when, when I had, a, listen, listen, because I had the conversations. <laughs> when I had the Zoom call with the Democratic, the DNC, the Democratic Party, we was on the call for uh, uh, probably over 45 minutes and we never even got to the contract with Black America. We never went through any of the points that needs to be dealt with when it comes to the situation in this country. No one else has a plan that deals with uh, as many issues that this administration or any administration could fix if they had the political will. And you have to give them the political will. And that's what's being done. Uh, so um, I, I, I didn't want to put anybody on blast for that. But since they said I didn't jump on the call, it's because I was promised a call where we can actually deal with this in um, a serious manner. And it wasn't just what I considered a rally call. But I feel like that actually could have been. Wait, wait. OK, because right, um, you could have led the call and had supporters on listening to what it was that you're trying to get them to be able to help rally with the initiative I, for that. I had I had been doing press about the contract of Black America outside of that. So I was using my press um, to promote the contract, not just to them dudes on the call, but to the, all of America, to all of Black America. That's we, we, where my, my thing is. So I wasn't on the call, but that don't mean we couldn't have a call. Um, so that's that. That's what happened, um, and we, I don't we, feel we, like I. I don't feel like I made a mistake for not being on the call. I will tell you, we have to wrap the show. We're way over, but I just want to say, Cube, I, I hear what you're saying, but can I, I just want you to know, as Black women, how we would feel with there's no mention specifically of Black women in the contract of Black America. They do have you to stand on top of that. I just told you, you can write that up if you. Well, want it's to. not. Our, we're not out here jumping. On calls we all in the, we are black, so we are. Oh, we're not. Together. We're not meeting up with Jared Kushner and Donald Trump about this. You are. So we, you can't say, well, if you don't okay. like it, add to it. You're out here. You took that job. You took that position I, I, to be this. So, so like, I'll, don't I'll say write a, you. I'll write up the black woman's part of the country. Yeah, I, I just don't think that's fair, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I just don't think that's fair. If the brother came up with his plan and then we say that we want something added i i think we should he he offered hey man y'all write it up 
Like, I would have been like, man, yes, sir. Shoot, let me go and write mine up. Not just, well, brother, you the one said it. So, you, nah, I just don't think that's fair. Because people try to do that to the minister all the time as if he ain't give you instructions and guide us on how we can do it. We want to put it all on one man. We want to put it all on one group. And and as a youth, now, I know a lot of y'all elders and stuff like that. No disrespect to anybody who don't think like this. Because I've, I've read the comments over the years. I don't agree with the comments that we should put it all on one person. As a young brother, I'm just giving you my perspective. We too damn uh, able to do something ourselves to be putting it all on one group, all on one church, all on one mosque, all on one leader. What can we do as men? I mean, they up in their age, man. They up there 60, 70, 80. When we going to get our feet wet? When we going to get our hands dirty and, and, and get to put some work in? It should not be on one person. It should be collective. We have 40 million plus people that we have to take care of we cannot put all that stress and pressure on one person and that's just my thinking i know a lot of people don't don't believe that but that's just my i don't know i think we sh i think it should be on all of us track for you how many words do y'all want it to be the thing is you guys are the experts but here we go again you just want to talk nobody want to help me just want to talk, but y'all the experts on black women, so why won't y'all help me? See, that's the problem. That's I, 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 I can tell you why. Well, 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 you just let me party. Party, So anyway, now, the initiatives have already been said. I wish you we're way over. I wish we would have you for more time because I feel like you have a lot to say, Ice Cube, and you're very influential. And we appreciate this. And I hope we can have a, we can respectfully debate and no feelings hurt. I don't think you are the type that would get hurt. I appreciate y'all. I wish yeah. we could have you back and have more of this conversation. Would you be would you be open to come back here? Of course. We family and can't nobody hurt my my family can't hurt my family. Well we're gonna because we're running out of time. Because we're running out of time, Ice Cube, I would like to say it right now. We, to be fair to you, and to we really wanted to dig deep, deep about the black woman part. I think that's very important. And the lift every voice part versus the contract with black America. I feel like there's more on the table. And I don't want to be disrespectful to your perspective and to the perspective of black women. I would exactly. love to invite you back before the election. If you have time, I would love to do that for part two with Ice Cube. We got we to gotta break now. We no problem. Brother, I, I know your intent is good. We just don't like who you rocking with, but we know you're. In I ain't rocking with nobody. See, See, we gotta stop pushing that. He didn't say he rocking with them, y'all. He just explained it. We gonna see y'all. We gonna see. Come on, y'all. We got to stop. I mean, let the media already going to do that, too. We can't do it. He didn't say he was rocking with. But I'm about to go into commercial. All y'all stick around. I'm about to get y'all the phone number to call in and share your opinions. I see some of y'all asking questions already in the comment section. I'm about to put the number up right now so you guys can call in. But before we do that, we're going to go into our commercial with our ABS tribe, our weekly coaching on business and life. Here it is while I pull up the number for the show. Oh, good God almighty. I don't even have the the thing uh, um, in here. So what we're going to do, I'm going to drag it real quick. Let me drag it real quick. Dang. I don't even, y'all need that. Y'all need that. All right, let me pull this up real quick. I got to put this on the uh, screen. Y'all stick around real quick. Stick around, stick around. All right. My bad, y'all. I thought I had something plugged in that I didn't. So let me get this uh let me get this pulled up real quick.
I'm about to put the number on the screen, put the number on the screen for y'all to call in and share. I see a lot of opinions inside of the comment section. So I definitely want to hear from you all. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. In studio right. host and call screener second. line. Please enter your show number and press pound. All right, my bad. Here we go. I'm putting it in. Enter your six digit PIN number. Welcome, host. You have not started a show session in Colin Studio and cannot yet receive calls on Brother Ben X podcast. Sorry, y'all. I got a little mishap. Be patient with your brother. Be patient with your brother. Let me call one more time. Let me get the call in. One day we're going to have uh, our own little software where we can make this a lot easier. So just give me a... Thank you minutes. for calling Colin Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show number and press pound. Thank y'all for sticking around. Enter your six-digit PIN number. All right, three, two, three. Welcome, host. You have not started a show session and cannot yet receive calls on Brother Ben X podcast. Welcome, host. All right, we good. You are now in the host room and can manage your callers from the Colin Studio web interface. All right, we good now, y'all. We good. I'm sorry about that. We good now. Now y'all see the number. The number is on the screen, so call in now. I thank y'all for being patient with your brother. Thank y'all for being patient. The number is on the screen. Here's the number right here. The number is in right here. Come on, let's go. Here we go. Let's get the call started. Man, I apologize. We'll have that fixed next time a little bit better than that, but uh, let's go. The number is on the screen. You guys can call in now. The number is on the screen. You guys can call in now. 903-495-4447. Call in and share your thoughts. Call in and share your thoughts. Keep it respectful now. Keep it respectful. But call in. Let's share y'all thoughts. Damn. That's a wrong number. I'm sorry. Godly. It's 459. My bad. 459. My fault. 903-459-4447. Or <clears throat> you should see it on the screen right now. It's right under. It's right under. You know, it's right here. Y'all, y'all don't see it. I apologize. Sorry. 
uh, 903-459-4447. 903-459-4447. I apologize. Here we go. 757, thank you for being patient with your brother. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Podcast. What's your name and where you're calling from and what's your thoughts? No, my name is Tori. I'm calling from Virginia. So I was listening to the ladies go completely hard on Cube. It was just like unnecessary. They were so emotional. They were saying things that he didn't even say. It's just kind of like arguing with your boyfriend. It was just like, this isn't the time or the place for that type of, you know, rhetoric at this point. We all need to get on code. Everybody else is on code. We cannot get on code. They just tore that brother apart. Mm. Indeed, got to get on code. Now, let me ask you this. Before you go, give me an example of being on code. What does that mean? Because I hear people say all the time we have to be on code, but maybe we're not on code because we don't know the code. So give me an example of being on code. Okay, yeah, definitely. Like, he made a plan. He made a whole plan. He told us he sat with both parties. Right there, as a black woman, my code was to say, okay. My brother said he sat down with both parties. This party wasn't listening. From then on, it's like I'm rocking with Cube. I'm rocking with what we decide to do next. It's no me coming at him like, well, you should have did it this way. You should have did it that way. You probably should have texted him instead of calling him. Email him next time. Mm. Like, it's me to say, okay, let's help each other figure out a way to figure out this goal. Our goal as a people, not a black woman's agenda, a black man's agenda. Our goal as black people. And I honestly don't feel like I got that from this live. I feel like we just were all over the place with each other. And Cube, he held it down. With much, much respect to Cube. He held it down. Indeed. Thank you for calling. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, 206, welcome to the Brother Ben X podcast. What's your name and where you're calling from? What's your thoughts? This is Chuck. I'm calling from uh, Seattle. And really, like, I feel like everybody kind of is, everybody that's been calling is going to feel the exact same kind of way. Like, nobody else has a plan. Nobody else has really put together anything. And when given the opportunity, like he just did the video multiple times, like, hey, you can come, you can, you can come and write a piece of this. You can write, you can write all of it. You can write it. Uh, nobody wanted to step up and actually take the responsibility or take that challenge on. This is like one of the main problems that we have as a people is that a lot of people, uh, so many of us want to talk about what's wrong and so few of us want to get up and do something about it. And whether or not the plan is going to work or not, it, we'd be blessed, we'd be so blessed if there were 50 different uh, plans for black, uh, black America, if there were 100 black plan, uh, plans for black America. But this is the one that uh, people are passing around and talking about right now. And so that's the, I mean, this is the, this is the topic of conversation today, but I mean, we're blessed to have that just as, as it is. Because without this, I mean, really, it's the platinum plan. I don't even really know what's all in that, so I'm not knocking it. But it's like I, 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 the dude, the, I, I'm, not, I'm not super convinced that uh, the Ice Cube plan is, like, inferior somehow to Donald Trump's plan or to Joe Biden's, for that matter. But what are your thoughts? Sorry for letting me for, uh, Thank you for letting me rant. Indeed. Thank you. Did you have a question? Oh, no, I just wanted to make that statement. That's it. <laughs> okay. okay, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And for those who was asking in the comment section, what is the actual plan? 
Um, I actually read the complete plan on my YouTube channel. So go to my YouTube channel and look up. It's like the I posted that like maybe a couple of days ago. It's called Ice Cube Contractor Black America. Brother Ben S goes over it. And I literally read the entire plan because what I found y'all to be honest and it's sad. A lot of people commenting on it and haven't even read it. Like for real. They are commenting. Oh, you said I don't like it. I don't like it. they haven't even read it. They ain't even been to the website. So how can we give an honest opinion and we don't even know what's all in the contract or we haven't even read it? So go to my channel and check it out um, if y'all haven't seen the actual contract yourself. 845, thank you for calling in. What's your name and where you're calling from? Peace, brother Ben. It's brother Camille calling from Beacon, New York. Yes, Assalamu alaikum, brother. Well, alaikum salam. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Listen, I'm... Um, so last time you had this, you had this topic on. I think it was last week when you, when you showed, um, brother O'Shea's plan, um, Ice Cube. Um, so let me say that you know, and that's good that we have some some clarity there, it's transparent, and um, you know, and mainly particularly to black people, that you know when we when we have an idea or we have a plan, you know. Let's be still and let's look at things first before we go making opinions about our people. Because if enough of us had, had, have done the homework on our brother, they would know, I'm one. Let me give my testimony real quick. I heard the minister through our brother Ice Cube. Okay, there's an album called The Death Certificate and there's an album called Lethal Injection. Okay. And our brother, the brother that the um, West Coast Cam, he, 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 you know, he's pretty, he knows, he knows. The Cube put out a lot of music that was waking up a lot of people in different ways. Now, he did make some music that was hardcore. It was what you would consider gangster rap or, you know, whatever, but I call it a reality rap. Um, but neither here nor there. We can look at this thing in two perspectives. Why did he do it now? The brother could be, he's always been that to me, always been very conscious whatever that means to some people. He's always been very aware, and he's always, he's always been um, uh, one to speak out uh, 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 um, uh, in, in, in times of um, trouble. He spoke out about the riots before they happened in 1992, the L.A. riots. You know, so he's been an informer, a voice for the community. Um, and when I was in my, in my other way of life, this brother is the one, when I heard one of his songs, I heard the minister talking in the back, mm. okay? So... You know, listen, it's, it's real deep with you. And, I, and I, was, I have to say this, um, check his catalog out. He has a song that's called um, When I Get to Heaven. Um, family, check that out. Know what you're dealing with when, when you, you're not looking at somebody who just woke up yesterday. You know, he just, he just didn't start doing these type of things. He's been waking us up. And on a whole nother level, because if he, you know, listen, the way that I heard uh, the, the, the message um, through him, um, you know, I received it different, brother. Sometimes, you know, we got to, we, we, we receive things differently. And I was appreciative of you, you know, through the journey. Because I feel like I grew, you know, with that, out of that lifestyle even, just like you. He's in transition. You know, in the book, Closing the Gaps, it tells us, look, hey, be careful how you judge a person, especially when they're in transition. Family, let's not judge. Let's judge less and love more. Thank you, brother Ben. I appreciate you, family. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Call in. I know it's kind of backed up, but call in. 706, you're on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, B. This is Fredricia Nishay. I'm calling from GA, Georgia. What's going on? 
Um, I just want to bring a different perspective to this conversation. Um, I, I was there. I watched a video. The plan is a beautiful plan. That plan is amazing. You know, I think, you know, if we could get anybody of power to look at that plan and put that plan in effect, you know, we would be a different people. But, you know, as history has showed us, that's um, is something that we are working and I think we have a long way to go. So as far as Ice Cube, I think Ice Cube means really well. I think that he really wants, he thinking that this is an opportunity to present this plan uh, for a change for blacks, you know, and I, I respect that and I understand that. But what we have to do is look at what is really going on. We are in days of an election. And so if you vote, if you have been a person, I'm 44 years old. And so I, I'm actually a science teacher and a history teacher in the public schooling. So when you look at laws and you look at the laws that have been created and changed from the past four years, if you look at the Senate and the House and look at what Donald Trump is doing and the things he's putting in effect, and you go deeper than this conversation about the black plan and you look at what is unfolding in the White House right now, to me, I think that he should have waited because what Trump did was use all of this, this conversation we have here on this platform and everywhere else and everything that I hear people saying, oh, he got a black plan, it's for us, and I'm going, I'm rocking with Ice Cube. And you don't, they don't realize that this is the whole plan that Trump has because Trump has no intentions of giving a black plan, no consideration. Because if he did, you would have known that before now. You would have known that before Ice Cube um, came and started talking about a plan. So I think that a lot of people have an issue with Ice Cube bringing this to the forefront right now because we are in days until an election to vote. And so when you're thinking about people who have jobs, and yes, we are people need to work to be self-dependent self-finance and I'm one that is working towards that but in the meantime we still have people that haven't woken up we have people that are still suffering people that are living in housing station eight in the projects and mentally and psychologically they are not capable of waking up right now so we have to protect those blacks as well so when you got Ice Cube coming out with a plan and he's going to talk to Donald Trump and you got fans of Ice Cube that's following Ice Cube over there to Donald Trump, that's where the issue comes. Because if anybody thinks that Trump is going to be vulnerable or considerate or acknowledge anything that will give blacks power and money and put them in a position to become equal have an equal playing field with any other race in this country, you really need to do some history, some study your history, because right now isn't a time to be affiliating with someone who wouldn't dare affiliate with us. And so that's all I have to say about it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. All right. Let's get it. <clears throat> now, what is this? Uh, we have 919. You're on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? Salam alaikum there, Brother Ben. Walaikum salam. 
Hey, brother, I'm calling from um, Pinehurst, North Carolina, originally from Augusta, Georgia. But first of all, brother Ben. Yes, sir. If this 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 situation, brother Ice Cube is a direct follower of the nation of Islam. The, the plan that he has is similar to what the nation is te- what the nation is teaching. And for us now to say that you know uh, we uh, a lot of us are still lost. How long have the minister been around? Sixty plus years. So. Okay, so we already know where Ice, Ice Cube's background is coming from with dealing with Brother Cam. And with him going to the, the Million Man March and him being at the mosque sometime. I've been there to, to the mosque, Marion, and seen him there. So what I'm saying is, this here, Brother Ben, we got to stop making excuses. And when I watch the young ladies, uh, Biblical Fox and all of them, okay, I, I get what y'all are saying, but this, if... Where they where they come off saying that? Well, Ice Cube when he's talking about black people, it don't include black women. I don't I don't get that. But another thing, brother Ben, if they want to be informed, like I, me myself, I listen to the minister. I listen to you, young brother. I subscribe to your uh your uh, YouTube, so you can get it get it there. All you got to do is subscribe. And get that bell. When that bell come on, hey, that bell going to let you know anytime Brother Ben putting on something. But I just wanted to say that, Brother, uh, brother Ben, because I get sick and tired of us not listening, not going and do your research. That's the problem I've always had with, 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 with us as a people. We always getting information from people who ain't doing nothing. Like you heard the women saying, well, Q, we heard you. He kept explaining, telling you, I'm not siding with nobody. Just listen to the man. And once you listen and go do your research and go put in the work yourself, hey, everything, you, you'll see where this man comes from. But once again, brother, salam alaikum. Walaikum salam. Thank you, brother. Hey, uh, thank you, whoever that was that asked that question. If y'all get a message from a page, that says you've won a $5,000 prize. That's not me. Somebody, man, there's so many people that's impersonating me right now. I can't even control it. So thank you for asking that question. No, that is not me. If you get an inbox and it's, and, and, and obviously they're, they're a dead giveaway. They spell my name wrong. They be having two R's in it, two X's. If somebody inbox y'all and they say, hey, you've won $5,000 prize, please don't give them your credit card. That is not me. It's a scam. All right. So I thank you for asking that, brother. That no, that's not me. Um 850, you on the line. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is CJ. I'm from Florida. Um, I started looking at Cube sideways when he told gangster rap to the youth uh back in his time as a rapper. I started looking at him sideways when he did barbershop. And he denigrated civil rights leaders during that movie. Uh, I started looking at him sideways when he hopped in bed with Trump. So he has a history there. Now, one second. When you, just, when, uh, when you say hopped in bed with Trump, what you mean? I mean, he allowed Trump to use his name to promote himself right before an election. That's what I mean by that. Um, Trump, um, Cube has been in the inter- entertainment industry for a long time and 
I think he understands the the power of his name and um, how to monetize that. That's been his whole career. That's been his whole money stream. So when he allowed Trump, and he did allow him, uh, he gave him permission to use his name to publicly say that he was working with him on a plan right before an election. Cube is very smart, and he knows what kind of power that would hold and that that would promote Trump. Okay, one, so one, it's not one, just one second. One second. I I just I'm only asking because I just heard him kind of you know uh, uh, clear some of this up. So you saying that? Trump said that he's working with Ice Cube on this plan. I thought that Cube said that he's not he has nothing to do with the platinum plan. And Donald Trump didn't help Cube put together the contract with Black America. No, the two plans uh, do work together, though. They said that Trump, that uh, Cube, they consulted with Cube in order to make this plan. And they did that publicly on uh, social media. Yeah, Cube Trump. gave them permission to do that. This is not something they did independent of his of him. They asked his permission to use his name, and he gave them gave gave him that them that permission right before the the election. So it's not a um, happenstance. It's not an innocent. Oh, I just wanted somebody to hear my plan. Uh, Cube knows who to market himself to. He understands the power of marketing uh, as well as you do, uh, Brother Ben X. Um, so where you word things, who you associate yourself to, who you lend your name to, that's very important. And Cube understood that he had the ear of black America, especially black men in this during this time. And he let Trump use it to promote himself. Um, uh, not the plan. They tried to put the two together and say that we're against his plan and we're so negative about his plan. It's not his plan. It's what he chose to do. And the fact that we know that he's smart and he knows exactly the power of his promoting and his name. Uh, he knew that Trump would use it and he allowed him to use it. He gave him permission to do so. So let's not pretend that um, the people who have a problem with it are just bitter and upset because they're not getting clout or however you want to paint it. It's because we have reasons why we are upset about him promoting Trump. Trump has done everything in his power to associate himself with the art right and with white supremacists, he, he, he hired Bannon. He told him, as we was watching our kids being killed on TV, to throw them, throw them in the car, I'll pay your, your way out if you do something and hit them in the head. Uh, he has done so much. Trump has done everything in his power to say we do not want, he does not want to be associated with Black Lives Matter or any kind of social justice things or any kind of thing with building up the black community. He doesn't want them in their neighborhoods and all of those sort of things. Why would you, in your right mind, at all, if you cared about this plan at all, take it to someone? If you care about this plan, why didn't you take it to someone who, who would actually who take was, it who, into consideration who and was, put it into effect? Who was he supposed to take it to? He could have took it to uh, Biden or he didn't have to take it to either one of them. Because until now, we haven't heard about Q's plan. It hadn't been publicized. He waited till now, till before the election, to publicize it with somebody like Trump. But who was he? The question was, okay. who who was he supposed to take it to? And I want to address that part you're you said about you. Biden real quick. My you name said, is not Q. Hold on one second. You you're said, asking hold on, me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. and I have not. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said that he could have took it to Biden. I want to read something from Q, right? 
So Cube says, facts. I put out the contract with Black America. Both parties contacted me from Cube. Dem said we'll address the contract with Black America after the election. So they side just said, well, we'll address it after the election. So he didn't necessarily pick a side, which is what he cleared up in some of the interviews. Then he goes on to say in the tweet, Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the contract with Black America. And then he goes down to say black progress is bipartisan issue. When we created the contract with black America, we accepted to talk to both sides of the aisle. Talking truth to power is a part of the process. So after that, so the question would be for, for, for me, I mean, I have this question seriously. If he, if he wasn't supposed to take it to them, who does he take this to? He did not have to take it to either one of them tell, to tell you the truth if he didn't believe in either party. Why would you believe in Trump? If you don't believe in Biden and you don't believe in Trump, then don't take it to either one of them if it's your plan and you care about it and you want to see it fulfilled. And the second thing is um, Biden, if I was Biden, I wouldn't be consulted with a, a, a gangster rapper either, okay, or somebody who put out something like Barbershop. Um, what does a rapper have to offer? He is not an intellectual. He is not a civil rights leader. Have you read so the Have you read the, be, Have you read the plan, sis? The community to take me seriously. Ice Cube is not the one I run to. Have you read if the plan? If he really wanted to be serious, he should have put Dr. Claude as the face of this plan. Then maybe the Biden campaign would have took it seriously. Have you read the plan? Dr. Claude. He said Dr. Claude worked with him on it. Have you read the plan? But he put his plan out there. Have you read the plan? The plan, no, I did not go to the website and read the plan. You can make that as a qualifier, but I don't think I have to qualify to talk about somebody who's pre presenting something from about black America to KKK and, and Bannon. So is it fair to say that Ice Cube is not an intellectual if uh, you didn't even read the plan? Ice Cube has, has had a 40-plus 40, 40 year career to present himself however he wanted to. He did not present himself as an intellectual. And that's what I'm commenting on. Ma'am, is it fair to say that he's not qualified to do this if you have not read the plan? I didn't say he wasn't qualified. I said he has not presented himself in the public as a intellectual or a civil rights leader. It's so, not until Trump wanted to get elected that he came out as the representative for black America. I've never heard of Cube being in this lane before until now. So what about all the songs that he had when he was dropping gems inside of his songs? Yes, he was talking about the reality that he lived in. Is that, is that what you're referring to? But, but what about the songs when he was dropping uh, uh dropping game? No, I'm not talking about to the I'm not talking about the violence and things of that nature, uh when he was rapping about the reality of what actually went on in the community. What about the what about the okay. movie he did when he did when he was uh when he had the schools and uh and, and uh it was a school movie and it was talking about college. There was a lot of gems dropped in that movie. I you know what stuck out to me because I'm sorry, you're cutting out. I don't hear your Oh voice. my oh my question was what about the movie? Um I can't think do y'all know what movie that was in the comment section? He did a movie um, and it was about it was a uh, I think that was in college back in the day. That was a very intellectual movie, especially when it came to uh, it's called higher learning. 
the movie was called Higher Learning. Why did we? Why didn't you bring up that one? But instead, you brought up the 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 barbershop one. He got a movie called Higher Learning that was very very intellectual uh, and made some and dropped some heavy gems in there. Yes, he doesn't have to be the uh, epitome of evil for me to address what he's doing right now. Okay, and what I'm talking about right now, if I was in charge of an, a campaign and I was trying to associate myself with the Latino community, I wouldn't run the Cardi B. If I was trying to associate myself with the black community, I wouldn't uh, run the Q because he's not in that lane. Uh, your minister, maybe he's in that lane. Um, and he has a record of that. Uh, Cube is an entertainer, and he hadn't been. He don't have clean hands either. Okay, but so nobody got. Okay, but me. nobody has clean hands, sister. You know, like I'm pretty sure me, you, everybody else done did something wrong that we're not proud of either. I think celebrities, yes, their life, their like lifestyle, their life is just in the public, so we know what their flaws is. But we can get on here with our suits and bow ties and our garments and we, our dresses and our beautiful educational voice, and we all got some problems and flaws that we went through as well. And I talked about this the other day. Just because somebody is an entertainer, does that mean that they can't? that they don't know the struggle of black people automatically because they are entertainers they no longer when understand what we're going through flaw is selling, when your flaw is selling gangster to kids for years and years on end then yeah when your, when your flaw is 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 has that is directly connected to uh having a negative impact on the black community then yeah okay when you say sorry, have a, you when you say old gangster rap is for a long time Everybody has a uh, has the right to change, has a right to do, you know, make make right wrongs. Yeah. And I'm not crucifying him as a man. I'm not exactly crucifying him for that. But I do want to hold him accountable, and I don't want to uh, assist you or others in making like him jumping in bed. Or, um, I'm sorry, jumping. Okay, that's a, you see, that's the same narrative that we right. keep pushing it, but that's a lie. Like, look at us, like, like that's lying. That's called slander. Like, so now we get our hands dirty when we slander him and continue to say these things after he has cleared oh, it up. Okay, I'm sorry. Are we having this conversation? Because if he wasn't associated with Trump, if he was not associating with Trump, we would not be talking on this phone right now. Well, well, so, I, well, I according to Ice Cube, well, well, according to Ice Cube, if somebody would have done this before him him as a rapper wouldn't have to do this that's his point he what he was what he was saying is i would rather do i, I can do he, he was okay did with, a long time ago he was he was black caucus see, that's, he, what he was, he, that's what they did but he said he ain't seen no change so he said man i'm gonna go ahead and step up and you know what's crazy a lot of us in our community we tell rappers to do that we say rappers you lead our youth to go kill through your music you lead our youth to go smoke through your music because you got so much influence but then when they do something positive we say no nah, y'all shouldn't do that they because of that but if they got so much influence to make somebody kill steal and go rob some and, and go smoke then wouldn't they have a good influence wouldn't you want them to actually do something positive since they got so much influence to make people go kill shouldn't they be the ones who do something positive to get the youth to say well man i'm finna follow him to do that now right wouldn't that make sense if they if they really got that type of influence you there they should, they should do something positive. That what he did was not positive. Making the plan is positive. When you allow Trump to use it, promote himself and his um, campaign, that is not positive. It's not positive. 
But to be it's fair, not. but to be if fair, we cannot so say we can't. That you put, you were very careful to put together and come mm-hmm. up with and consult with all of these, and then you take it to Trump. But we can't, we can't, because we can't fault, we can't fault, attention. we that's, can't. That's not smart. But we can't fault him for that that's if you can't tell us who he's smart. supposed Y'all to take it to. Scared. You can't, but we can't fault him for that if we can't, if we don't tell him who to take it to. That's what doing. Okay, who is yes, he, who is can. he, who is he supposed to, that. that's like me saying, son, son, why are you going over there and, and marrying that woman right there? You should not have married that woman. And then I just say, yeah, don't do that. I'm supposed to say, no, don't go here. Look, go here. Go to this particular school. Go to this. We can't keep saying, well, you shouldn't have took it in. And I ask, well, who are we supposed to take it to? And then we don't have an answer. What, who, who, is he supposed, who is he supposed to take the plan to? Trump has affiliated, affiliated himself with the KKK. Goodness, what? Who? Okay, sister, it's not about Trump. Trump okay, let's. Okay, okay, Trump. Okay, let's say Trump did that. I don't know the actual facts about that. Let's just say he did. My question is not about Trump. My question is, who is Ice Cube supposed to take the the contract to? It's not about. It's not about Trump. I'm not asking who he wasn't supposed to take it to. I'm asking who was he supposed to take it to. You're saying who is he supposed to take? Them? Maybe he should have waited till after the election, as suggested. Okay, you know? okay, sister. After the Maybe okay, if, after if, 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 the only, if he thinks that the, a president is the only one who can help him, then maybe he should have waited till after the election. Okay, after the election. Okay, let's just say after the election and Trump wins, who is he supposed to take it to? Am I am I am I the one he consulted with? Am I is this? Come on, am I the, the sister, professional now nah, that he consulted with? You can't. Maybe he should have asked all those people he consulted with. You know those brilliant minds that he can't to help him come up with the plan. Well, what if those? But he should have asked one of them. He probably he probably did. Because ask I'm not them. the one. I didn't help him come up with the plan. But y'all, we are Maybe the ones. But we are the ones criticizing him. The people, we are the ones criticizing him. So if we can say who he shouldn't have taken it to, then we also should have enough knowledge to say who he should take it to. So who? should he take it to maybe he should take it to the congressional black caucus who already has a plan similar to his and seeing if they would have adopted some of his thing because the congressional black caucus already had a plan very similar to his which they have come out and specifically told you know talked about since q came out with his stuff and uh it's very similar to his and maybe they could have collabed or you know maybe he could have took it to the obamas because the obamas are very powerful Obama is, you know, very powerful. Okay. Well, I appreciate you, sister. I just had to give you some little comeback because you came out the queue, you know. So I had to, you know, he, you know, he, I, I, I seen him defend himself in this manner and in, in, in other interviews that he wasn't working with Trump and stuff like that. So I just wanted to see what's on our minds when we say, you know, he shouldn't do this, what, you know, what he should do. But I thank you for calling in. That's a, that's a good perspective. Okay, let me say something. Let me say something. Oh, baby. No, no, no. Oh, come on. You can let us. Come on. Give it. She can speak. Go ahead. I ain't going to say nothing. Okay, this is my daughter. She is nine years old. I mean, 13 years old. <laughs> hi. Peace. Uh, I just really wanted to say hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, hey. Okay. All right, well, I thank you for calling in. Okay, thank you. All right, peace. Oh, that's good. Oh, that, that's pretty good. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, all right, uh. 727, you're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
My name is Byron. I'm calling from uh, Orlando, Florida. All right. Peace to you, Brother Ben. Peace. Man, brother, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that 15-minute uh, tirade, rather. But um, the thing about this whole ordeal is Cube did not say he was working with the Trump campaign, which the, the lady that just called, she got that totally confused because he did not say that. And every show that I see Cube on, he is constantly telling everybody, I am not working with Trump. I haven't spoke to Trump. I never met Trump. But we seem to not give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay? Now, to get back to your um, video that you showed about the, the queens with uh, Ice Cube, Brother Cube, um, I was disgusted with that, with those angry black women, especially when they said black women is not part of black people. How can one say that? I, re I really didn't understand that. And those women, they were all angry and none of them was giving Ice Cube any ideas. So last I want to say, brother Ben, is the question is, why are we questioning his plan? Why? Cube, any ideas? So thanks a lot, brother Ben, and keep doing what you're doing, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I would say to that, uh, brother Malcolm, I see you in the comment section. Uh, the number is on the screen. It's a long line, brother. We're going to be here for a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick around about another hour or two cause, so I can try to get as many calls as I can. But it's literally a line of people that's on this call, so I got to go step by step. I want to say this, though. I don't think that it's a problem with him being the plan being critiqued because I just read on the website. It literally says it's meant to be debated and it's meant to be perfected. So I don't think he even cares about that either, but here's here's my thing. It's the spirit in which we do it. For example, if you say something is wrong, you point out the hole, offer a solution with the hole. That's all. If you say something is wrong, what is the solution? That's why I kept trying to get her to say, okay, if he shouldn't do it, what should he do? You see what I'm saying? What should be done? See, a lot of time we get into a habit of just saying what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. We should say, here's the solution. And then guess what? Here goes the main part. How can I participate and help with that? And I think when we come in that spirit, it makes us a little bit more unified because we're always going to have disagreements. We're always going to see things differently. But if we see it differently, point out the problem that you see, offer a solution, and then offer your time. Your help, your intellectual uh, 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 mentality. That's what I think we need to get in the habit of doing. And when we do that, oh, boy, we're going to be in. I mean, some people are going to be in trouble. All right, here we go. 832, you on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Brother Ben, Brother ben this is uh, Kevin Jones from Fort Worth, Texas. And, um, man, it's so much to impact, but I won't take up too much time. But I want us to understand something because I want to defend the women that were in that segment, because when we look at the nature of protests, and you think about all the protests that have been going on through our nation, protest is birthed out of people saying, you're not hearing me, nor are you seeing me. Now, when we traditionally look at the black woman in America, now we're not talking about respectful men like yourself and others that are on this line who will do who will do right by black women. Black women have gotten the short end of the stick. 
Now, there was one thing that was said that even Ice Cube uh, talked about when he said that society uses buzzwords like minority. Now, you would think that when you say minority, that includes black people, but traditionally, we still are left out of that pot. So the reason these women came with much vitriol and maybe turned some people off is because what they're saying is, you're not recognizing us, nor do you hear us, and so we're protesting against that because just to assume that the black race as a whole, when we say black America, that everybody is saying, okay, we're going to speak directly to certain issues that are related to the black woman, that is a farce. Because, you know, I'm a Christian, but I listen to Farrakhan all the time because I'm going to tell you something, those of you who are Christians, if you want to hear somebody speak some truth, the brother speaks the truth, and he tells us about ourselves. And a lot of times when I'm listening to him, he's talking about how men should be looking out for the black woman because traditionally we have not looked out for the black woman. And so you have a bunch of black women that are saying, yeah, you have a black plan, but I want to see where I am identified specifically and because that wasn't done. And many times when we say come with a solution, because I feel like I'm not heard, I haven't even developed a solution because I'm angry that I wasn't even acknowledged in the first place. I'm angry that I wasn't identified in the first place. And secondly, to the young lady that was on with you, um, you know, when you, when you talk about um, who to take something to, if you use her premise, we would still be in slavery because at the time that black people were released in slavery, it was left up to Abraham Lincoln, who we know was a racist, but he had to change laws in order to, to bring about a victory for the Union to be able to have black soldiers and whatever else to fight for the freedoms of, of black people and what have you. So you have to be able to deal with who is in power and you have to speak that truth to power. Now, we shouldn't shoot the messenger, Ice Cube. He's just the messenger bringing the message. But we need to sit down and what we need to do is we need to exchange seats. So I need to sit in Brother Ben's seat and look through Brother Ben's eyes to see how he's looking at it. Brother Ben needs to come and sit in my seat, look at it through my eyes and see how I view it. We still may disagree, but at least I can have an understanding of someone else's prism. So let's not be so hard on the vitriol that we saw with the women and try to understand why they said the things they said and went about it the way they did. Brother, keep doing your good work, man. I want to I wanna say something to that. Um, although I see yeah, your point, ahead. I think the problem here is that they're looking at Cube as if Ice Cube is a white man. Now, I get it. We know the white man is going to exercise tricknology and they're going to use cold words like minority, knowing that's not specifically for us. But from the motive, it's all about the motive. I believe the motive of Brother Ice Cube is when he says black America, he does include black women. Um, and, and so that's where I think just the, the, the thing about it is. And I think that the spirit, again, it goes back to the spirit, not. Well, you ain't got nothing enough for what I think it should be. Hey, Ice Cube, does this include black women as well? And then let me share with you my perspective. And then I think what we have to do as uh, I guess I'm going to say followers or as a people is mm -hmm. when we see something wrong. We have to rise above our emotions because we already know if somebody doesn't, if somebody doesn't know, we have to have a solution. We can't just say, oh, you know, I was upset, man. I ain't got nothing. We have to bring something to the table, especially if I am a woman. 
like I wouldn't expect a, a, a woman to know all of really what goes on with a man. She can see it, but she can't see inside right. of our mind. She could see it, but she don't know what we feel in that nighttime because we may not share it. We may not show it. So as a black woman, I should be the one that say, hey, include this. This is what I'm going through. You probably don't notice it because you're not a black woman. Or if it's a man, vice versa. Hey, this is what brothers is going through. I know y'all probably don't know, understand, know everything, but this is what we're going through. And I think that should be the approach that we come with. But I do. I agree with you. I, 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 I do, agree with you. Yeah, I do. But here's the thing. Uh, let me say this. I agree with you 100%. I, I think the thing is, is that when everyone comes from a position of distrust, you look at, again, the riots that have been happening. So because black people don't believe white people in America give a, give a damn about us, we don't trust that they have our best interest in heart. So people are saying, why y'all burning down buildings? Why y'all doing this? Well, first of all, you slapped me, you raped me, you didn't kill me, and now you're going to tell me I can protest, which I don't support violence, but... You've done everything to me violently. Now you want to tell me how to protest you, and then you say you have my best interests at heart, but every time I give you that trust, you burn that trust. So a lot of black women are saying that, okay, you want me to come with solutions. I've tried down through the years to do the things that I'm supposed to do, and there's a lack of trust. And so we have to allow space. I have this thing, I'm a manager, and I have this thing called the, the, the 525 rule. When I have a coaching session, I let you come in for five minutes, and I let you say whatever you want to say. Get it all off your chest. Mm -hmm. Now that you got it off your chest, the next 25 minutes, we're going to come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. So we've got to let them spill it out, but then we bring them back and say, okay, I heard you. Now what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. But for everybody to just jump and say, man, they were so hateful and they were just ice true. you got to understand that trust. Every last one of those women have an experience that not only they dealt with, with white America, but they've also had to go through with black America. That's right. Yeah. And I think we just need to allow that space. Yeah, it's kind of like when I, in my comments sometime, and I, I can't even tell you, I don't, I don't know, I don't see what you're saying because, boy, some people be in the comment section talking, knowing so much to where when somebody, that one person say something, I'm, I'm still mad at the last five ignorant comments that I end up yeah. taking it out on this one where he was really asking yeah. a genuine. So I see what you're saying. He just, he just caught the tail end of it. That's all. They weren't necessarily going mm -hmm. that cute. It yeah. was just a frustration coming out at cute. Right. Okay, right. I see what you're saying. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you calling, brother. Yes, sir. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let me see who this is. Three, two, three. You on the line? What's your name? Where you calling from? What's going on? What's going on, man? It's your brother Coop, man, from LA, man. Three, two, three. Shout out to you, brother Ben X, man. I see you doing your thing out there, man. Yes, sir. What's your thoughts? All right, so uh, for one, I really, really, I, I don't appreciate how they were treating Ice Cube on that man. They didn't let the brother talk at all. Didn't let him say anything. You know what I mean? And he clearly stated on several different platforms that he's not doing it for any party. He's doing it for Black America. It's simple. You know what I mean? And uh, I just sometimes feel like black people aren't satisfied. You know, I feel like sometimes we do get things to get, you know, create different opportunities and things like that. And we just do not capitalize off of it at all. 
And then it's it statistically saying, you know, when you go look up the statistics on how much black people spend on all these products, instead of, you know, investing, they don't do it. They rather spend it on the Gucci and the Jordans and all that other stuff instead of giving it back to their community. You know what I mean? And that, that's really our problem. That's our biggest problem is unity. You know, so I, I kind of see the opportunities, but they saying who is he supposed to talk to? He really supposed to be talking to the black community and he really supposed to be bringing that plan to the black community. We really cannot trust all these other powers at the moment. We can't. We didn't lost too much. We didn't fall too hard. And I feel like we just have to come together and really sit down and talk and see what we can do as one to really get in there. Like we need black owned banks and things like that. And nobody is, is doing that. It's been SBA loans, PPP loans, unemployment that's been going out. You know, I see brothers walk up to the liquor store. They got rings on every finger, bracelet on every wrist. You know what I'm saying? Driving up in these Mercedes vans that they know they can't afford. You know what I mean? Off these PPP loans and SBA loans and stuff like that. But they not investing into their community. You see what I'm saying? So we got to learn to really capitalize off of things. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. Peace. All right, 317, you're on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, this is Jolanda, and I'm calling from Indianapolis. How y'all doing? I'm doing black-tastic. Yourself? Good, Ben. Thank you. So I'm not going to make this long. I just want to voice my opinion, and it's something that we all have as opinions. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I'm proud of Cube because he took the initiative to step up and to be heard. He said he put it into writing, and no one has responded back to what he wrote. I have the question, was the writing for his, his uh, financial bracket, or was it for every black person? There was a caller that called in here, and he was from uh, Florida, I believe. And he said that he was disappointed or disgraced as the women, the black women that was on stand. Yes, they was emotional creatures. We as women are all emotional creatures. Women speak from the heart <laughs> because we run off emotions. But I think that their point was, okay, Cube, you got this letter in. Can you say this for us and can you do this for us? Can you make this happen? Cube can't make nothing happen because um, his plan hasn't even went into full effect yet. Some people call because they want to be heard. It was said something earlier in that interview. What can black men do or black women, black people, period, do to hear their voice? My thing is stop the distraction. I'm in a 40-something bracket age group. Right now, it's time for my younger generation to step up to the plate and stop letting the fantasy world affect them from the mollies, the perks, the fame, the glory, what they see on videos. Stop the violence. Come together as one instead of arguing. This is exactly what Trump wants to happen. 
he's probably sitting back with one of his advisors looking at our comments, our calls, our conversations, and us to butt heads. He wants us to go against Cube when Cube ain't did nothing but stepped up to the plate and wrote a letter and say, hey, can these changes be put into effect? I just need all of us to come together instead of fighting and biting off one another's heads mm. and looking sideways at one another. The young lady that was uh, Miss Fiji is her name. I can't even tell you what state she called from. Miss Fiji, I think you just need to just sit back and read a little bit more or listen more instead of jumping to a conclusion that you have no idea about. You're just living in the world right now to me. And you're going off the hearsay. Find facts. And that's just my opinion, y'all. Please don't bite the messenger. I'm just, you know, I just want to say that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling in. All right. All right. We're going to go to a quick commercial break real quick. I'm going to be right back. Right back. Don't go nowhere. Call in. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com All right, family, that is our ABS Tribe where we have an exclusive private community where we are helping people become financially free by developing, uh, developing their own products, overcoming past traumas, things of that nature. It's a very important, uh, powerful group. And that's www.whatisabstribe.com. If you don't have Facebook Messenger, you can go to www.theabstribe.com, www.theabstribe.com. All right, 773, you're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's up, God, man? My name is Darren. I'm out of Chicago with it. What's going on? So, man, what's up, God? So, look. It's it's a lot of things that's been said. Uh, first, I want to I want to make a statement on the on the sisters, man, and the approach. What I'm seeing is, I don't know if our sisters are aware of it, but it seems to me like they've taken on a mindset of white supremacy towards black men, and it's a commonality that I find amongst some of our sisters, and albeit it's well deserved historically because of the condition we've been put in. We haven't been the protectors and the providers and the maintainers of our women. And so over time, it's, I get why a lot of our sisters fed up and why they feel like, you know, they may be left out. But to Cube's uh, credit, he said, you know, like, come together, like, and, and offer something, present something. And he opened that up. If you want something exclusively 
for black women. Like he opened that up uh, so the sisters can come in and actually contribute to it. And the way they deflect it is kind of like this voting phenomenon. A lot of us, I think some of us think we can just talk words, get on these platforms, these podcasts or whatever, but we don't put in any groundwork. Like the voice is just it. And the word is good. The word moves. Absolutely. But beyond that, you, you need to put some things into effect. Given the opportunity to do so, to put, and I believe I heard you say this, and if not, it's universal. But I think I heard you say this, the power of writing something down, bringing it into the reality, mm-hmm. right? So you, as a conglomerate of women, a small group, whatever the case may be, who connected with other women who could, you know, who got platforms, y'all could have came together. And, you know, and it, it, it would be like it was in the beginning. The black man and a black woman working in a co-creation, right, to establish what it is they want. Because we, we, we like you just said, man, we own two different ends of this thing. A woman will never be able to see fully and completely into the reality of a man. And a man will never be able to fully and see completely in the reality of the woman. I don't know if whoever subscribes to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but it's one of the most clearest, you know, understandings that I think I've ever, ever received. The black woman being the second self of God, not lower, but the second self Often these two different perspectives. Only when we come together, will we be able to, you know what I'm saying? Offer an effective and effect a real solution. Um, and that's, that's, that's really the major piece, man. Yes, sir. Oh, and a sister. Our dear sister, a lot of us, we, and to our, I, I understand, we haven't been taught to critically think. If, if you remember growing up in school, it was like, I get this information, take this test, and the thinking process is taken out. All you had to do was remember. So <laughs> it's no wonder, like, he has this document up online, and we have an opinion on it, and yet we didn't read it. It's no wonder that we have an opinion on Trump and an opinion, and not to knock our brother Barack Obama, he's certainly that's our brother. I'm talking about the president, let's say, I'm just saying his administration, the, what he put forward. How many of us actually took the time to read those policies, to read and look into what they would affect? How many of us have actually looked into Trump's policies? I don't give a damn what he says. The scripture, the scripture gives an account, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a parable with Jesus. And he's talking about these two men. One of them said they wouldn't do the will of the father. The other one said that they would. The man who said he wouldn't do the will of the father actually did it. And that, that evidence by his works. The man who said he would didn't do it. And so who is the person that's going to receive the hereafter or the reward of the kingdom? The one who did it. So regardless of whatever a person may say, there are people who, are, who bear witness to the good that Trump has done. I'm not advocating for him. I'm not voting for him or Biden for that matter. But I'm saying we have opinions and that's cool. But what are our, what are our opinions based in? And if we not getting to the root of this stuff, man, like reading for ourselves, then why are we talking? And I'm, this, I'm, this, is, this is me saying it for myself. I did not know that Cube even had the thing posted online until you said something. Yeah. So I looked it up. I just coursed over it for a little minute. But I'm like, damn, okay. This is, this is something tangible. It has a lot of points in it. It's general, like you said, broad enough to be argued, to, to get specific. Maybe you take a chunk of it and what well, doesn't work in, you know, in Chicago, it may work in Georgia, but 
It's a skeleton that's laid down. And so uh, in, in, the, in the spirit of, of growing up into who and what we are, which is nothing short of God, and if you don't want to accept that, then that's perfectly fine. Be something lower. But for those in that realm, we, we walking into Godhood, man, we got to use this gift of thinking and the mind that we have, man, to, to really come to this thing. Seven and a half ounces of brain power, man, versus six. Like, let's step into the reality of who we are, but that doesn't happen just going off of, you know, accepting what our open enemies say, whether they got black skin or white skin, on face value. We got to look deeper. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank you. You know what's crazy, though, man? I think a lot of us be lying. We don't want change, a lot of people. We want to be a part of the viral conversations. I can't tell you how many people done reached out. Shows. That will talk about the problem all day long. Will promote division all day long. Will promote controversy all day long. Who will ask the youth to stand up. Y'all need to do this. We need to do this. And when we see people do it, we act like we don't see them no more. But when they was doing something that was controversial, we seen them. We called them. We texted them. We did interviews with them. We made shows about them. But the moment they start to provide a solution and provide results, we act like we don't see it no more. We don't went blind. You know why? Because it's not going to get us any views. It's not going to get the blood flowing and it's, it's not going to get us, you know, uh, 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 the notoriety that we need. We'll look at a leader. We'll look at a people. We'll look at a group. And they can be doing a whole bunch of things right. They can bring a whole lot of solutions. But what we'll point out and draw out is the, the thing that I could disagree with. We'll point out the, uh, the division. We'll point out things that causes us to continue to be divided. So I'm going to just be honest, man. This is my perspective. I think a lot of us just be playing around, bro. We be playing, man. We be playing. We'll say, oh, we got to come together and, and do this here. We got to do for sale. We got to da, 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 But then when we have people that's doing for self, that's not just doing for self, but helping other people do for self, that's growing other people to do for self, we don't blow that up. We don't give that the same type of energy as we do the foolishness that we disagree with. We could see someone, a sister, a brother, who's successful, growing in success, who's making impact. We'll tell them, I'll wait till something happens and then I'm going to bring them on so we can spread what they're doing. But let somebody get shot. Let somebody go through a little controversy. Let somebody want to come out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and they exposing somebody. Oh, man, I got to interview this guy. 
I got to interview this sister. I got to put this out here. Let somebody get caught scamming in the black community. Oh, I got to put them out there. I got to do videos on it. I got to make a video about that. I got to tweet about that. I got an Instagram about that. Oh, man, we blowing it all the way up. Oh, man, them views getting hundreds of thousands of views. But let somebody put up a solution. And they not scamming. They not taking nobody money. They not robbing nobody money. We don't keep that same energy. And that's, just, and, and that's just how I see it. I've seen it. I don't speak about it a lot. I be noticing it. I've had people contact me. Hey, man, I'll bring you on the da-da-da-da. Man, I see what you got going on. Da, da. Oh, man, I ain't heard from them. I ain't heard from them. But controversy come around. Shit, I'm seeing all kind of shows going on. I'm looking at different groups. That's all kind of programs in the community. All kind of programs, and we constantly say nobody doing nothing. You a lie. I've traveled this world. Not the world, but I've traveled, you know, our country a little bit. I done been through a few states. And I've seen people putting in work, man. Detroit, Chicago, Baltimore, uh, 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 D.C. I've seen it. Of course, man, we all going all gonna to have problems. But the, the, what, what they are doing, why not blow that up? Why not blow that up? But let a brother come on YouTube and say, man, that nigga, let me, I'm going to make a video about the, the nigga stealing money. Yeah, the nigga out there stealing money at the organization. He have us do this here, and he's stealing money. We'll do a, we'll interview that dude in a minute. We'll spread that in a minute. We promoting that in a minute. So do we really want a solution? Or do we just get a little pleasure and joy out of talking about the problem? That's what we should ask ourselves. Before we continue to talk about what we need. That's just my little two cents, though. 919, you're on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Erica. I'm calling from North Carolina. And what I really wanted to talk on is, from the woman's perspective, I think a lot of people were seeing the women when they were having their issues or they were interviewing him, that their questions... Y'all took them as attacks, and they were generally just questions. They were asking him questions. And everyone on here has been, well, what's the solution? A lot of the people that are speaking up, a lot of people that are speaking out, we may not know the direct solution, but we know when there's a problem. So that's when we have the ones that are empowered, the ones that are on platforms, including yourself, that's when this is the opportunity for y'all to step up and, hey, let's, this is the step we need to go in. This is where we need to go. I applaud Cube for doing all that he's done. I've read it. I've seen it. I've been on the website. I've submitted. I applaud him for doing that. And I think the main issue and the main problem that a lot of black America and especially a lot of black women is because he allowed an administration to use the good that he was trying to do in their narrative. Not saying that he's supporting him or anything, but he opened that window for them. Because if you look at politics, if you look at what has been going on when it comes to voting, black women have been holding it down when it comes to voting. You can look at the numbers when it was Trump was last time. 
black women were not voting for him, but black men were. So when you have Q and he's given this position, he's given this platform, and now Trump has used it as a narrative, there's so many very influential black men that look up to him that even though it's not directly what Q's saying, they're now hearing Trump saying that he's supporting Q. So now these men are like, you know what? I'm going to support that. And that's the issue. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. It's a great thing. We're all for it. But the narrative that is coming out from the way, that's the issue. That's what's upsetting so many people. Um. So why are they mad at Q though and not Trump or whomever the in, whoever who or the blogs maybe maybe they why they don't get mad at the blog who who twisted it? Like we're it's not saying we're not mad at them. Like we all mad at Trump. We all know the person that he is and his administration how they twist stuff. If you know when you get into a certain position of power, you have a responsibility. So it's kind of like. To us, to me, I'm, I, I have people that look up to me. I have clubs. I have organizations. I have a business. I have a responsibility to not do certain things knowing that somebody is going to twist what I'm going to say. When you're on a certain platform, you know that this is what could happen, and you are cautious about how you do everything. So, yeah, we're mad at Trump and the way that they did it, but we're like, this brother, this one that, can make this change, this one that can reach our people, he kind of just allowed them to do this. Mm. Oh, and so it's like, how do, where do we go from here? Go inside the because home? Because now we have, to, we have to undo the narrative that they've already put out while trying to push the narrative that he was trying to push originally. No, I don't think we have to necessarily undo it. I think we just need to go back and actually listen for ourselves what he actually said and move on. They're going to always lie. They've been doing that for years, even when we are very clear. We just seen Vlad TV lie on the minister when the minister was very clear on what he said on July 4th. I mean, we don't have to go and try to undo. No, the minister said what he said. He said, pick up the stone of truth and hurl truth their falsehood. He tries to spin it and act like the minister said, throw rocks at Jews. That's that's just what they they gonna do that. So I, I think on our side we gotta recognize that and not let the media use us to turn on our people, knowing that that's what they do in the media. Like, and I get that because, like, understand that, but we also gotta understand there's so many. Like you said, they're into the controversy. They're into the violence and the scams. They're not into actually going online and reading. They're not into seeing exactly what the facts are. They into the shade room. They into making comments. Mm -hmm. So they're going to take that one five seconds or 30 second clip and they're going to run with it and never go check the facts. Mm, That's the ones that we have to, we have to influence. We have to get to those people. Indeed, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, yeah, we gotta push the right narrative. You're right. I, I feel you on that. I agree with that. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Like I, again, I love what Cube is doing. I've read it. Yeah, there are some stuff that, as women, we would want in there, and I submitted that. And there are women that are doing that. Maybe not the ones that had interviewed him, but we are out here doing that. 
and I support him and all of that. I think it was just the narrative and how it came out. That is what affected so many. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Man, y'all see these these brothers, man. Somebody said one day, you know, I'm not going to say all Hebrew Israelites. So when I say this, I'm not speaking about all of them. All of them not like this. Y'all see the brother in the comment section said, Brother Benes clearly is not... <laughs> Is clearly not seeking the Lord, boy. Y'all get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> I don't even get mad no more. I'll just be laughing, man. That's pitiful, man. Y'all try to find every goddamn chance you get to come with this crap, boy. He he not seeking the Lord. Oh my goodness, man. Ooh, man, y'all just be so bored. How do you just be in somebody's comments all day with that crap? My goodness. All right, nine uh nine one zero. What's your name? Where you calling from? All right, nine one zero. All right, you taking too long. Uh nine zero one, you on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? My name is Kendra and I'm calling from Memphis, Tennessee. How you doing, brother Ben? I'm doing black tastic yourself. I'm doing just fine. I'm glad I got a chance to call in and got accepted. Uh, first, I wanted to speak on. At first, I wanted to speak on the sisters' own cocktail queens, but so much other important stuff didn't happen since then. Now I want to speak on the two women, the two sisters that called in, and pretty much bashing Ice Cube. And it just sounds like to me, those are the women that don't really want the black people to come up. It's like they got their own situation going on and their situation is probably supported by America. And they feel like if anything comes in with a change that they won't get they same lifestyle. That's just what I'm hear from this from this like the first sister they called in she was uh you kept asking her if he hadn't took it to trump who should he have took it to and her first answer was biden mm -hmm. so that just made me think that she is probably a biden supporter but my thing is you gotta take it to the top and if we not at the top already we gotta take it to who on top so with her uh, saying the brother, Dr. Claude, I understand that. I understand he is somebody that's highly in the uh, black community, but it didn't go through him. It went through uh, Ice Cube. And I just feel like the first sister they called in, she was mostly in contempt with Ice Cube. Her main focus was getting straight on the phone and bashing his brother. It's like she didn't give him any benefit of the doubt. But I believe that if anything should come from what Ice Cube is doing, she'll be the first one to grab that bag, and she'll probably never look back and apologize to the bashing that she did on this brother. So I know maybe I, I haven't read it either, but I've been keeping in touch with it for us, and they've been speaking on it. 
And I've never had anything against Ice Cube. I've never seen him as a bad person. And if you, if all that you can say about Ice Cube is the movies that he was playing in, that's acting. Mm. He getting paid to act. That don't make him be that person. And when you take him away from the screen, he is the total opposite of that person. So who exactly are you looking at? Are you looking at the movies mm. or are you looking at reality? So I just feel like that wasn't right. And I feel like those women, I could just hear in their voice that they was bitter. And we know they're not humble because they're not listeners. They're not sitting really listening to the depth of what's really going on. They just want to speak on it. And as far as the sisters on cocktail party, they concerned about why they wouldn't mention, okay, if they if they thinking of themselves collectively as black people, then that, that question would have never posed. They would have never came with that question because it never entered my mind when the contract came out for me to say what about me. Because if we're talking about black people collectively, it's not an I. It's a team. So we all together as one. So why would you separate yourself from the people and concentrate on just women. I just didn't understand that part of it. Yeah. And it made no sense. But I do like how Ice Cube, uh, I think it was three women on that panel, maybe four. But I like how he held it down because you could see that with him speaking up for himself and when he got ready to speak, no, no matter how bad they wanted to, to gripe, he calmed them down and they humbled themselves and they listened to this brother. And then I think that's a part of being a woman. I heard another sister say that black women are emotional and we are. And I could just tell how he gave them what they wanted to hear or gave them, you know, what they was asking for. And all I saw was smiles after that. Everybody was bending and grinning because the black woman just want to be noticed. But I just feel like as a collective, we should never separate ourselves. It should never be men against women or none of that. And I feel like if everybody is getting what they deserve in the end, actually the black woman is winning anyway because you got to look at it. You getting your part, your man getting his part, he going to share his part with you. Then you got a child, he going to share his part with the child. So you winning either way because you the woman. You going to win. So you worrying about the little extras and the perks, they going to come anyway. You don't have to ask for it because it's going to come. Mm. And so pretty much the only thing I had to say, Brother Ben, assalamu alaikum and you have a good night. Walaikum salam, you too. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094 will give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace.
Hey, I wanna I wanna show y'all something real quick now, cause uh she brought up a point about Ice Cube and his past, right? And and all the stuff he did in the past. I wanna go back. I wanna travel back in history. Let's look at something that Ice Cube said on an interview back in the day. Let's check him out. Being a member of, uh, Let's check of out. NWA and seeing that success and getting that initial success there, mm. but then breaking away and being Ice Cube and starting in films, traveling and around the world. Mm. I mean, Malcolm says he changed so much by being in the world and seeing his place in the world and seeing that the struggle was the yeah. human struggle and not just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how did it change you? Because you changed a lot from one point to the other. Well, I just grew, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I still think, you know, uh, our struggle is primarily, I, I say, based upon the black people's struggle in uh, Northern America. Now, this is back in the day. He still was talking about the black people's struggle back in the day. You know, that that's still, to me, the number one struggle. You know, uh, I can fight for humanity when we got our thing together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I am black, and I'm black before I'm a rapper. He says, and I'm black, and I'm black before I'm a rapper. Go ahead, Q. And I'm black before I uh, am an actor or anything, you know, so that's my focus. And by me being able to travel the world, I'm able to see that it's, it's not like that just in South Central Los Angeles. It's like that in Brooklyn. It's like that in Toronto. It's like that in St. Louis and like that in Europe, you know. So, uh, you know, that kind of like fuels the fire, you know, and, and it makes me uh come with a more direct message here and there you know where back in the days i would have slapped off now i was a little naive you know i don't i don't know i didn't know you know then what i know now you know so uh i was kind of falling into the system but when i started getting a new new kind of teaching and, and, and new better understanding of the world around me i could look back at the school system and say that it, it really served me no purpose as far as building up self-esteem in myself and, and uh, what what we've done in the past as black people for civilization, you know, only, only esteem they give you really is sports, right. you know what I'm saying, they'll hold you high on the hall when you can play sports, you know, and uh, if I went through it with the mind I have now, you know, uh, I'll be what you call a problem student because I'll always say, wait a minute, what about this and what about that, it'd be kind of kind of student that you hate to call on you know so you know now you know it's all about educating ourselves and uh that's that's the whole focus and key is that where street knowledge comes in yeah educating yourself definitely i mean street knowledge you know you can have all the book smarts in the world but you got to live in the real world you know the real world is not a book I met him, um, well, I, I met him before I physically. Now, this is the minister speaking about the, uh, this is Ice Cube speaking about the minister here. We met him, you know, uh, this guy named Drew from Public Enemy used to give us tapes, mm -hmm. uh, the minister speaking, you know. So, uh, one Savior's Day, you know, uh, I flew into Chicago to watch him speak, and uh, he, he invited me back to his, to, to the palace to eat, and we ate and kicked it and, you know, had a good time. What was it about his philosophy or the philosophy of Islam that attracted you? Um, just, just a philosophy tailor-made for the black man and black woman. 
you know, uh, I'm not a member of the Nation of Islam, I'm not a Muslim, but his program, no matter if you're Christian, Baptist, whatever, is tailor-made for us to survive in, uh, in North America and, and, and be successful and, and, you know, I mean, his whole program, if his whole program was followed to the T by the over 40 million black people that live in America, we wouldn't have no problems. We wouldn't have no drug problems. We wouldn't have no no problems with uh, uh, teenage mothers or you know any any shootouts or anything because his his teaching is self love and everything that we got from America is self hate. So uh, once you start loving yourself, you can respect anybody that looks like you or or comes from 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 your family. You know maybe not your uh, immediate family, but but the family of of uh, who you are and. Uh, you know, once you teach that love, all the problems seem to go away. Come on, Q. Once you teach that love, all the problems seem to go away. That's Brother Ice Cube back in the day. See, so we can point out, we know he did the music and things of that nature, but don't leave out these interviews now. Don't leave that out either. All right? 317, you're on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, how you doing, brother? This is Brother Amadi. Yes, sir. Doing good? Yes, I'm... Yeah, so I just wanted to chime in as well and put my little two cents in. So the first thing that I noticed is a brother who has seen the same thing over and over and over again, year after year after year. Brother is older than me, obviously, but it's very clear that he's been seeing the same each president selling us a dream. And he finally got fed up to the point to where he said, okay, at this point, I'm going to draw something up that I believe that we need because I feel like we get taken advantage of. And I feel the same way, you know. And the sister said, well, he's, he's, he's using his platform in a negative way by associating himself with Trump. And he's an entertainer. He's not an intellectual. Well, the Democrats used Cardi B after she dropped one of her biggest singles that she ever had as a way to get the black vote. And to be honest with you, I don't view Cardi B as an intellectual at all, and I'm not even uh, denigrating the sister. But I know that she was used uh, for our people to be able to automatically uh, associate with Biden because our people are personality worshipers. So we worship our celebrities. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But at the end of the day, I've just seen a bunch of disagreeing with no solution tied to it. We always want to say, well, this plan doesn't work, and what about this and what about that? We're no solution base. We just want to disagree just, just to disagree. We don't even have a, a platform or a reason why we even truly even want to disagree. We're so caught up into what somebody says, but none of us have really had a plan that Biden has for us that will benefit us in a positive way, but we want to automatically you know, poop on Trump, and I'm not a Trump supporter at, by any means, but at the end of the day, I'm solution-based. I'm principle-based, and if he's willing to look at anything that we want to present to him, whether he did it beforehand or afterhand, at the end of the day, it's about getting it done and not getting sold a dream from the beginning just to get a vote, just to have a door shut on us once they get in. We got to stop playing this game. We got to stop playing this hope game. When people want our vote, it has to be a cost attached to it. You want us to support you and get you into this office? There must be a benefit for us. There's not going to be any more. We're going to jump into this political game 
just to say I voted, but we have no contribution to our people. We have had white president after white president, and none of them has really done anything for us. So we're getting to the point now in 2020 where we're not the same old rinky-dink Negro that we used to be. You're going to have to start coming with something for us to get, uh, get you, to support you, you know. It's give, it's give and take. There's no more, hey, I just want to be a part of the voting game, so I'm just going to vote just because. You know, what are you getting out of it at the end of the day? Just a person that'll go up there and sound better than Trump? He's a politician. Of course, he's, he's going to be a wordsmith. He's going to give you what you want to hear. Biden must prove to us that he will do something. He's been a politician for over 40 years. What has the man done for black people? He had an opportunity as vice president, and it's a brother that looked just like us, and he hardly did anything for us. So all of a sudden, the white savior is going to come through, crack himself out the sky, and give us a solution. I'm, I'm just not too sold on that. What did you do in the first eight years that you was in there? What did you do in the last four decades that you've been a politician? Now, all of a sudden, you have the answers. Man, it don't work like that. And if you do have the answers, then that's okay. But you're going to you're gonna have to do something for, for me. You know? Yes, sir. That's how I feel about that, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. No problem, bro. Peace. All right. Uh... We gonna go until about six, about seven o'clock, y'all. So just letting everybody know, just in case y'all not, it's a lot of people on this call in list. Just to let you guys know, uh, we gonna go until about seven. It's six twenty-four where I'm at. So just letting you guys know ahead of time, so y'all not upset or disappointed. All right, eight six five. You on the line? What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, this is brother Micah Paul. Uh, shalom alaikum. Uh, hey man, I just want to call in and support. Uh, you know, O'Shea, uh, Mr. Jackson there, because a, a lot of people I've, I've been listening to a lot. Uh, O'Shea is actually a, a derivative from Hosea uh, in the Bible. Uh, the name was Yehoshua before it was changed, and it actually means help. So we do need help. And God puts p people in place to, to bring forth help and change. He puts people in power you know, to bring forth messages, to do his will. And, you know, one woman called and said, why? Wow, he's not even an intellectual, this, this, and that, you know, that, and that, and this. God puts these people in place for us to hear the message, to get the word out. The brother wasn't bold enough to do uh, uh, a, a little plan for it when nobody else was. We, had, we have all these, you know, uh, educated Negroes that's been in the HBSUs and all these sororities and all this stuff for years and years and years. And nobody's done anything to support the black community. The black community is still overrun with, uh, with drugs, and violence, and everything else. And, and nobody's done nothing. The man, uh, uh, O'Shea, has finally seen, like, like the other brother said, he's seen years and years of these presidents hopping up in the office, you know, on the, on the backs of these, these black voters you know, taking their days off of work, you know, that when they need that money to go and uh, uh, supply food for their households, to go and vote for these, uh, you know, these Caucasians to put these people in office. And they said they're going to do something and they never do. You know, Obama never d really did anything for the black community. I I'm looking at, you know, like Ice Cube, like Ice We need our own party. We need our own schools. 
we, we don't even have our own schools. We don't have our own private schools. We can go send our kids to, you know, we still have to go to these, uh, these, uh, evangelical Christian schools, you know, promoting all their pork and their swine and their, and their, uh, all these things, their Halloween and their, their, their new years and Memorial day, all this trash they push on us and we have to abide in it. But wh where, where's all these people that went through all these colleges? Where are they at? These people got these senator positions and, it, it, and mainly it's been women that's been taking these positions because the men have been incarcerated. See, the men had these three strike rules against them. You get caught for uh, selling a little cocaine, you know, three times, they throw you in prison. You know, I had a couple of brothers that got pardoned from Obama. It's about the only thing I can say he did was he pardoned one of my brothers that was in, uh, he was got life in, in, in prison because he, he was trying to sell some cocaine, you know, to, to provide for his family. And they threw him in jail. So these, these things are very uh, persistent in the community, you know, and it came from slavery. And these people have a slave mentality. Like Malcolm, the brother Malcolm used to speak, speak on, they, they try to, uh, uh, to emulate their oppressors. And we have a lot of Negroes that, that have been picked, hand-picked by these Caucasians to be put in these systems, and they're brainwashed, and they're pushed to do these things, and they're, they're picked because they'll do exactly what these so-called uh, 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 Caucasians have programmed them to do. They don't question it because it's their job. They, they've been put in these positions, and they don't question nothing. They just fight around like little sheep, led to slaughter all the day long. So this is what the problem is. We've got a lot of women with a lot of loud voices. It's clamorous. It's loud. And a lot of them are misandrist, or they, 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 they derive from misandry. And that's hating of men. They hate men. That's the word that men need to start using. You're a misandrist. They call us misogynists. You're a misandrist. These, these words need to be brought forth because it's not used. Nobody knows what that means. You see, the women have their own agenda, like these women that was up. Uh, I didn't even see the video. Like the other brother said, I didn't even hear about his, uh, his plan being online. But praise God, I know it now, and I'll be sending it to the rest of the brothers. And we're all going to sit down and we're going to talk about it. It's time for the black man to stand up and claim ours. You see, we need to claim ours now. You see, no, we're not in We're out here walking around trying to work, you know, and they ain't even trying to give us no jobs. You know, we need these, uh, these 40 acres and a mule, these reparations from way back when. You know, this slavery, this free labor that, they, that we've done and built this country on, we need this, this, this wage to be given back to us now. My grandparents came out these cotton fields in Mississippi. My mom almost died from a cotton gin in her throat because she was a baby on my grandmother's back being carried through these cotton fields. O'Shea Jackson is the only one that set, us, that set apart all these other minorities, these Asians, these Mexicans, these, uh, uh, all these other minorities, and said the black uh, people from the descendants of slavery, that's who, I'm pushing, who needs the help. We are one percentile, a half a point of the economic wealth in all of the United States of America. This is sad. This is sad. Where's all the wealth? It's being put back into the white man's pocket. But I'm going to fall back, and the women need to fall back too. And, 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 and stay in your lane. Peace. Shalom.
Shalom. Appreciate it, brother. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Not no Hebrew Israelite that come in to argue. Damn Hebrew Israelite come in and bring the heat. That's what we need, man. That's what I'm. See, when I talk about you, know, that's what I'm talking about. He ain't called in to debate no scripture. That brother can't. That brother called in and brung it, man. Shalom to my brother right there, boy. I mean, as they say, man, he brought it out. Was he bringing it out, y'all? Man, that brother brought it out, didn't he, man? I like that. I like that brother there. Yeah, I like that brother. He ain't coming here to debate. Nah. He coming here to bring it. Yes, yeah, sir. That was good there, brother. That was good there. All right, let me get somebody on the line. Let me see who this is. Uh, 410, what's your name? Where you calling from? What's your name? I'm going to need you to... Hey, Brother Billy. You got to turn us down in the background. Wow. All right, and how about this? Can you hear me better now? Uh, I can hear you. I can just, uh, I can, hear I can you. just I hear can... me in the background real loud. In the background, real loud. Okay, you, you, well, on, like, you on like Bluetooth or something? Can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. Yes, um, this is Mr. Zell. I called you a little while ago, and I let my friends um, talk to you online. You, um, this is like a year or so ago. I love your energy and all of that, but I've been listening to all of the people that's calling in right now, and some things brought my tension high, felt like my pressure was going up, listening to some of the women that were speaking out, and the first thing I thought of was, but when things, when things go down with us, the first thing you want to yell is, we're the most unprotected. I'm like, here it is, a black man, first of all, he didn't even make the law or make this... Um, he didn't even create this contract by himself. He went to the black scholars within our society, specifically black American scholars, to help us come up with a, like, a plan to get our people out of this condition. And if you read over the plan, which I've been over the plan, me and my children have been going through the plan also because we got to get our children on code. But I think the first thing that we need to first shut down is um, women let the men do their thing we're all taking our place it wasn't no nothing divisive in his plan when he was speaking like all of the information that's in this plan it's for all of us it's literally written out for all of us i think they're trying to create a, a situation out of nothing because in reality a lot of us are just and i say us because i'm a woman a lot of women are in this dysfunction and they kind of want to get back to that comfort zone but they also want change at the same time people don't want to be uncomfortable and this is the time that we need to be okay with being uncomfortable we have to say you know what it's uncomfortable now but the next generation has a chance because of our current dysfunction i mean because of our current um, um stance against this dysfunction so, um, it's a couple of things I wanted to um, go over with you. <laughs> so, one thing was the unprotected part. Then, he, again, he reached out to the black scholars. We're talking about, like, Dr. Boyce Watkins, um, Dr. Claude Anderson. The um, first lady, she was talking about he should have put An Dr. Anderson as the front runner for this. If you listen to Dr. Claude Anderson, nobody was really, people was listening to him, but they wasn't like backing him like face 
But when it came down to getting their hands dirty, it's not a lot of people that's over there in D.C. volunteering at his, you know, organization. He has plans on the books right now that's been in place for over four decades, three or four decades, for reparations for black Americans. And so with Ice Cube jumping in, what Ice Cube did was say, look, you know what, I have a large and I know that my voice can hit the world. He's done it already. And we got to stop knocking our rappers because just for them to get to a certain level in that industry without corrupting, completely corrupting themselves, it takes a lot. And you got to be one strong tough um, person with some tough skin to handle the crap that they go through. He started in this industry as a teenager. And anybody that has a young black son growing up in the hardest parts of America, you know that they only get in what they're you know what they get out of society. So after he grew up a little bit more, you can tell throughout, you saw him grow up throughout his music, throughout the, um, the movies that he put out and all of that type of stuff. But we got to also remember that that was his entertainment. Nobody out here is labeled by their job, but we look at a rapper and we say, you can't say nothing beyond your rap music. Mm. Yet and still, their rap music attracts people across the world. How, and when things go down in the hood, the first thing they say is, where's the Beyonce's and the Jay-Z's? But when it's something like this, they want the money from the rappers and, the, um, and everybody else. But when things like this come up where they can really make our voices heard, they shut them down. It's like we're going to have it either one way or another way. I get it. We get the hard end of the stick. I ain't had it easy myself. I'm a single mother. And me and my kid's father, we co-parent very well together part out of his job you see what i mean we all have things and when he's off i check him with i'm off he checks me we have to know how to balance each other and after 465 years and counting of this holocaust that we've been under it's expected to have a little bit of dysfunction but we can't okay that dysfunction the first lady the first thing that she was talking about was biden this and biden why would he go to trump first of all we ain't got no friends. And he ain't looking for friends. You listen to all of his um, videos. He went to CNN, and he talked to the people over at CNN. And he called them out. The first thing he did when he went on that show with one of the reporters on CNN, he said, first of all, you you saying some wrong stuff about me. This is not what I do. So I need you to backtrack what we was talking about. And he checked them. He said, I'm going with whoever's going to help us that's in power. The Democrats say, you wait until after we win the election. But that's what Obama says, so let's keep that about. Nothing happened. The same project we had before Obama is the same project we got after Obama. And actually, it's even worse. And the executions, they was really on film starting in 2012 with um, Trayvon Martin. That was all under Obama. There has been no justice. We're asking, not, we're not asking, we're demanding. You're saying um, we're the ones that led the voting? No, sweetie. Black men was being locked out of voting. That's why the goal is to lock up a black man by 18 years old. How are you going to sit up here and criticize the man because the man that's in charge is trying to make him less than a man? You're giving that white man more support. Anybody that's trying to knock down our black men, we got to check them. We learned, and then even with the guy that came on, he said, We'll never understand a woman, and then you'll never understand a man. I'm like, but as parents, we do. We get to look 
in through the eyes of a, if you got a daughter, you can see what a woman is made of through those, through your daughter. You can see what these men have inside of them through your children. So you can't say you can't see our sides. I think it's time for us to listen to each other. We have to shut this down. It's not no one or the other. Them asking what's in it for women is like them asking what is in it for homosexuals. Homosexuals. You either a man or a woman, homosexual or not. You a man or a woman, <laughs> if you, um, you black, whether you're a man or a woman. So we have to stop all of the divisions. Right there. The one who's like, oh, she, he's sitting with the Trump. I'm glad he was the Trump because now the fire's out. I mean, because now the fire's under the Democrats. I'm not even voting for either one of the bums. Nobody is doing anything for us. There's other people on the ballot. And you know what? And if the system falls, and this is just my own personal um, feelings, if the system falls, let it fall where it may. Um, the minister, Minister Farrakhan, he has been on his game since day, um, since day one, since he took over, well, not really took over, reformed the um, nation of Islam and picked it back up. He's been building our people. And, yes, a lot of the information he's getting from our elders. We need men like him to stand up. That's why people got mad at Jay-Z for standing up. People going to get mad because that's a plantation. They've been literally having plantation battles and getting nothing sold. We're not going to care until it's our children that's got the bullet and we got a hashtag next to their name. I'm not waiting for my son to have a hashtag. It's time to start today. I'm in the hoods in Baltimore every day. Matter of fact, I'm on my way right now because I feed the kids in Baltimore City because they out here wiping windows and stuff. And the police, they try to, like, people assault these kids and all of that stuff. But in reality, I sit down and I actually talk to a lot of these kids. That parents ain't even feeding them. It's going to take the village. When I see our kids going off on the people downtown in Baltimore, guess who gets out and check them? A white woman, it was a white woman, and I'm sorry for jumping off track, but I think this is important to know. It was a white woman who felt like it was okay in front of all of these black adults to jump in, out of her car and jump in front of one of these little black boys' faces and told them to go get a job. Mind you, these kids, 13 and 14 years old. No black person jumped out of that car. I saw black men. I saw black women sitting down. At that point, it was my time. I had to get out and say, ma'am, I told the kids to step aside because I'm the elder. And at that point, we got to be okay to take a bullet. When it's time to take the bullet, we got to stand up. That kid stuff don't work. And guess what happened with that woman? She left those kids alone. We have to protect our village. Um, and going circling back to the point, and I said all of that to say, um, Ice Cube is coming out because he's trying to build up our people and try to create a protection for us. We don't realize how serious this election is because the thing is, they need us right now. Why demand something from them when they don't need us? They'll just ignore us like they always have. Right now is the time that we exercise some stuff in place because the things that's about to go down, they're talking about by 2053, black people will have a, as a collective, will have zero wealth. How would they do that at? And how do you prevent that from happening? You ain't going to prevent that by running behind people that has never tried to help you in the first place. And Biden ain't going to save us. The little racist stuff that he said, it amazes me how quick people are to write off the racist stuff that he said. But then turn around and bash Trump. 
both of them equally racist. You can't tell me to choose one slave master after the other one. If anything, I'm gonna um I'm gonna be in the field like Jay Z said. With my shiny cutlery, that's where you'll find me. With by my black men and my black sons behind me. Because they gotta be us first. We don't have any more generations to lose. We've lost for the last four decades the nation of Islam, I'm gonna keep it about. They've been helping so many of our men. They picked us up. The church, the reason why women, they like to listen to the feel-good stuff and just walk out and go back to nothingness is because the church kind of numbed our minds. The churches went from our safe haven to just a place to have a conversation and collect our dollars. Right now, we need to start putting them on check and on notice, too. If you ain't out here in the field, we ain't supporting you. If you're not out here trying to pick up our people, we ain't supporting you. And we got to remember a lot of these churches is getting backed by these bishops. And I mean, the bishops is being backed by, um, what's the, um, the Pope and all of them. So they're dictating to our pastors what they need to, um, focus on. Or they don't even get some of the, um, some of the, um, nonprofit benefits. So we got to really look at all of this stuff. See who's really selling us out because this, is a web that we got to start chopping ourselves out of or our kids is done. I say all of that. I'm sorry for holding you up. I know I said a lot, <laughs> but long story short, we, we got to stop bashing each other. The woman that called in, I love the one woman that said, it sounds like they got some issues with black men all together because I believe that's exactly what it sounds like. They hate, it's like a self-hate, um, not just self-hate. They might have some daddy issues. Indeed. That's what it sounds like to me. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, I thank you for calling yep. in. Yep. All right. Peace. Hey, family. I'm seeing. I'm seeing some comments now. What's y'all thoughts on this? What's y'all thoughts on people saying, "Well, if you don't vote, then then you don't care about the people." What's your thoughts on people saying, "Well, well, well, if you ain't if you ain't voting, you're a part of the problem because our ancestors died for us to vote." What's y'all thoughts on that? I want to start to get y'all. I should have been asking that ahead of time. But what's y'all thoughts on that? Because I know that's a big conversation all over the Internet right now between us as well about, you know, voting and not voting, things of that nature. So what's y'all thoughts? All right. Four zero four. You on the line. What's your name? Where you calling from? Brandy calling from Georgia. All right. What's your thoughts? OK, uh, one thing I want to say, because you, you said um, when he mentioned blacks, it's including women i just wanted to reinstate that it really is including women but he if he would if he was excluding women he would have said um black men and then the second thing i wanted to say he did not take sides and i think that people aren't listening he already said that he's not taking any one side and when someone says your name you don't have no control over that just because he said something about um ice cube doesn't mean that he was trying to you know that Cube allowed him to say that. He, that, that. he wasn't there when they had the meeting. He said he didn't meet with um, Trump. So when he said that, um, you know, when he when he said uh, Ice Cube's name, that doesn't mean he that he was rallying for him or anything like that. That, that don't mean that Cube allowed him to say that. Some people can put your name in something and you don't have anything to do with that. And then another thing I want to say is, how many times is he going to have to say that he is, he is not taking sides? People are not really listening. And then another thing I wanted to say is, one sin 
is not greater than another. When she said that um, he's a gangster and all that stuff, that doesn't mean anything. You do things, like you said, you do, other people do things, they don't mean, they don't make, they don't make you a bad Your uh your phone went out. Your your phone tripping. Uh it sounds like you far away now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. There you go. <clears throat> and another thing is, um one sin is not greater than another sin. Just because he he didn't call himself a gangster rapper. Other people gave him that name and called it gangster rap. That wasn't nothing that he said. And then also, um, as women, and, he, and even if you do feel like that he, he did something for men, or he was uh, saying his contract was for men, um, if the men are taken care of in the first place, the women wouldn't be so angry, and the women wouldn't have so many problems. We need our men. Our men is what's, what's supposed to lead us anywhere in the first place. The white man is the one, or not, I'm not trying to say a white man, but the system has been the one who broke the families apart. And so, and then the man is the head. So, um, you know, we're not going to, sometimes if somebody got a gun, I'm not going to sit there and try to fight someone with a gun, but our man may step into place and do that. You know, we have to know our place as women, and we have to, um, and if, like, if, if, if he supports the man, and if, if the plan helps the man, it helps us also. But he didn't say that anyway. He said black America. He didn't say black men of America. And then also, um, even with the, um, the gay situation, somebody wants to be the man and somebody wants to be the woman. So the man is greatly important in this situation anyway. And, um, and, and, then, and then she said, if we don't have the, uh, we got the problem, but we don't have the solution. If I have a problem, I know the solution. I don't know the problem without the solution. That comes together. I, if I have uh, my problem, I'm a single woman, and then um, we sometimes we have to use the system to get uh, help and everything. But I know the solution to that. I don't know, man, I know how to get to that solution, but I, <clears throat> but I know the solution. I might not know how to fix it, but I can't have a problem without the solution. That means I don't got no problem in the first place. And that's just what I wanted to say. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, real quick, family. I know the algorithms be tripping. This text list that y'all see right, uh, hold on, right here, right? So text that link. Uh, text PEACE to 214-833-7781 so you guys can be updated when I go live. Text PEACE, P-E-A-C-E. Text the word PEACE to 214-833-7781 so that y'all can get updates when I go live on my podcast and do stuff like this because I want to start doing this more often. I actually like, and y'all can give me feedback in the comment section. I actually like this, man. Just Instead of me just going live, doing topics, I allow y'all to call in and give y'all perspective and we go from there. Do y'all like that that little um, that structure? Let me know in the comment section. All right, uh, 253, welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, I'm Fred. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Fred. Uh, so, Brother B, the only thing I wanted to comment on was that um, it seems like a lot of people have fear. Um, you know, the women, well, let me back up for a minute. It, it seems to me that the Democratic Party has written off the black man because they've used him 
to 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 incarcerate him in, in mass numbers. So they've already written him off as a vote. And they have embraced the black woman as a vote. And so when Ice Cube puts this plan together, I think women who feel like they have a part in the Democratic Party now feel threatened that maybe what they got could be taken away by what Ice Cube is doing. Because the reality of it is, is that um, I'm just going to be a realist here. There's things that both parties do that I like. I voted Republican and I voted Democrat. It just depended on what my pocketbook was at the time. And what I mean by that is, when I was in the military, I voted Republican because they gave us raises. Hmm. When I got into, when I started working for the government, I had to vote Democrat because Republicans was trying to contract out my job. Right? So I don't have an allegiance to a party. I have allegiance to my pocketbook. Right? So what I've seen is, is that the Democrats have been putting black women in high positions. And I think some of them may be threatened. I think that's what that talk show was talking about. But the reality of it is, is all of those women were celebrities. So they ain't hurting for no money. They ain't hurting to be heard. Right? To me, that was just a ploy to get likes and views. Now, I'm retired now. And what I do with my time is I help brothers get clean and sober. I started working with just military guys coming back from these wars. Right? Because 22 a day was taking their lives. Right? Then I started reaching out to other people in the community that were having problems with drugs and alcohol. That's what I do in my spare time. And, uh, and yes, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. And uh, probably going to piss off a lot of people in the comment section, but here's why I didn't vote. Sometime we have to learn from our consequences. And what I mean by that is, Maybe they ain't got sick enough of Trump yet. When they get sick enough of Trump, then they'll stop put they'll put down all this bull crap and come together to unify and stop trying to be special, being selfish. So anyway, I'm gonna get off my pity party, Brother Ben. But um man, I appreciate you. And uh, I'm going to try to stay tuned to you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, family. Um, I want to. <clears throat> I want to I want to come out of this book real quick. Y'all know the Nation of Islam. The minister been promoting this book for a while. The secret relationship between blacks and Jews. And I believe this book is very important for us to understand the history of what we've went through 
and the mindset that we're dealing with. Um, I want to read something about this book real quick. I think you all should have this book. Let me read. This is page 31. Let me just give y'all a little something. When South Carolina, uh, South Carolina formulated its racial laws, one planter reminded the framers that, listen up, the general interest of the white man and of the Negro requires that he should be kept as near to the condition of slavery as possible. Negroes must be made to work or else cot and rice and rice must be ceased to be raised for export. Then check this part out. He suggested that the black code should prohibit all freedmen from ever owning real estate. And that the very idea of land ownership should never cross their black minds. So ownership, they never wanted us to have ownership, never wanted us to do for self. In fact, the minister says that integration was a trick. When we was able to go into their schools, our schools closed down. When we was able to go into their businesses, our businesses closed down. So are we better separated doing something for ourselves or striving to be integrated? depending on other people to do for us what we have the power to do for ourselves. He believed that the black code should contain a stringent law that will require every black person to show proof that he is in the lawful employ of some white man. This reminds me, as I said before, of Moses. When Moses was going to Pharaoh saying, let my people go, separate, freedom, come on, give them to me. Pharaoh was basically tricking the children of Israel, putting them to work so they can think or see or really be distracted from what Moses was bringing them. They said, don't be basically distracted by the lies. He made their work harder. He made their work harder, the children of Israel, so that they can be distracted from what Moses brought. Well, think about what's happening today. What's going on when somebody is coming to give us a message of truth when I'm too busy to pay attention to it? What's going on when there's programs going on in our community, but I'm at my job working so hard because life is so hard. Life is so high. I got to pay bills. I got to pay rent. I got to do this to where I don't have time to be involved with true freedom. I don't have time to be involved with true peace. This is why it's important for us to realize these things and understand that ultimately we have to come together in unity, no matter who's in office. Yes, it may mess up. They may change different tax laws and things of that nature may affect you that way. But ultimately, what's going to change us morally? Ultimately, what's going to change our condition, even once we receive money, is us coming together through unity, accepting knowledge of self, gaining love for self. And respect for self. So I always like to pitch this book to you all, man. This is a book that we offer our community, man. It's a very, uh, and it quotes the rabbis. It literally will, it quotes several rabbis so they can't say it's made up or that we pushing some theory or some narrative because we quote them in the book. So if y'all want these books, man, I, I had a team inbox, y'all. Just comment the word secret. If you want this book, comment the word secret in, uh, on Facebook. If you're watching me on Facebook, on Brother Ben X page, not YouTube, if you want this book and you watching me on Facebook, um, you guys can get this book by just commenting the word secret and uh, we'll inbox you the link to where you guys can get uh, to where you guys can get it. All right. Let's go to the next phone call. 
850, you on the line. What's your name and where you calling from? 850. 850. All right. Uh, let's go to the next. What's going on, brother? Ben? Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. What's going on? What's your name? Where you calling from? I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. What's going on? How you doing? Uh, I just want to say to to me for me, the key to uh, to this whole situation. I, I hear men talking about men and women talking about women, mm -hmm. but the key to this success is um, the black family. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, certain people talking about uh, certain people talking about um, like <clears throat> what the women was saying. They was talking about situations where. They ain't like what, what Ice Cube was saying and leaving the women out in certain situations like that, making it seem like the woman race, the woman is uh, just one race. Like, so for me, I just feel like once we bring the black family together and we can, the black woman and the black man can think as one and just come together in that situation, things will be better off. Um, Ice Cube, I applaud him for that. But we just need to recognize and just come together. It's it's, it's not rocket science. <clears throat> we just need to come together. I'm a young man, and I'm 26 years old. I'm married, and I got two daughters, and that's all I see. I I invest into my wife. She gets a doctor's degree. <clears throat> I'm not into education as much as she is, but I invest into her. Um, I'm trying to take the entrepreneur route. Um, so just invest into each other. Let's invest. Let's let's invest into each other. Black black family. Let's invest into each other. We don't want to invest into each other. So let's just invest into each other. Don't trust none of these politicians. They the biggest pimps in the world. They the biggest gangsters in the world. So we just need to do what we need to do and come together. Because without the man, without the woman, and without the baby, I mean, <clears throat> the black family would not succeed. That goes for the gays, that goes for everybody. Whatever your situation is. He said black. So consider yourself black in that situation. We can do whatever we need to do and and just support him. All he's looking for is support. He put this stuff out to, for for y'all support. The black vote is the most powerful vote. The black vote is the most powerful vote. Ask Nike. We make the, all the money. We move everything. They just influence us to do what they need us uh, for us to do. So I just like to say that brother Ben, I bought your, um, digital real estate before it closed out. Thank God. Um, what's your thoughts? Just, on, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the digital real estate program? It's, I mean, I work at FedEx. I used to work at FedEx too, but when I get off, it's so much content to go through. It's just so much. Like it's just so much. <laughs> it's so much. It's a lot of information. Uh, I don't want to give too much out, but just say I made me a, a Facebook page. That's all I'm going to say. Um, is, that's is it, a very is powerful. It, is it valuable? Because a lot of people don't know, you know, what's in it, you know, but is it, is it valuable? It's, it's, it's too valuable. I don't have a um, legit business. Even if you don't have a legit business, it tells you what you can start doing. Uh, I just came up with business ideas just going into course. Mm. So, I mean, it just, it's, 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 it's very powerful. There's so much information in there. Um, and you teaching people how to do for self. You teaching people how to elevate their business. Um, and that's what it's all about. 
politician is all about money. You know what I'm saying? It's, and we need to come together as a family and do what we need to do to push the black agenda. Yes, and that goes for every black person there is in America. So let's do, just do that, people. Don't Let's not think about, oh, the woman this, the woman that. Let's not think about the men this, the men that. Because that's all kid, all our youth going to see, two people arguing. We, yes, they need to see togetherness. Yes, sir. They need to see lo- the woman love herself. They need to see the woman love herself. They need to see the man love them herself. Because we all know uh, that this system is made to separate us. And the power is within the black family. We are the most powerful thing there is. The black family come together. A black woman, a black goddess is already enough. The body, the mind, everything. The black man, look at LeBron James. The black man is everything. So, I mean, once you come together and put those two things together, the black man and the black woman, you can't stop us. So I just don't understand why we want to go against the man and why some men want to go against the woman. I don't care about none of that. My mom died of cancer last year, and she taught me so much as a woman. It's value in, in a lot of things women do. She taught me how to clean. My father taught me how to change oil. So, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just people just don't understand. You got to be able to teach each other things. A woman going to teach you how to feel. A man going to teach you how to think. So, I mean, just, just do what you got to do. Let's come together and, and just make this thing happen. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be, it's, it's not going to, everything is not going to feel right. When things starting to feel uncomfortable, that's when you're heading in the right direction. Because that's when it's go, that's how it's going to feel at, at first. Yes, so, sir. Just do what we have to do and, and do that. And just one more thing, brother, man. I don't like when the lady said that uh, Ice Cube is not in, in, intellectual. This brother gift is writing. That's where his intellect at. He wrote movies. He wrote books. This, he ain't really no gangster rapper. He wrote the music. You got to understand. That's his gift. That's his talent. He he is a god when it comes down to writing. So God talked talk to him and told him he need to do this. And he's just trying to bring it to us so we can push it because the power is within black people. Black people push everything. Look at Louis Vuitton. Black people push everything. Look at Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? So... And that's all I like to say. Now, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Um, so yeah, that was the last call of family. Uh, at seven o'clock where I'm at. Uh, somebody, I saw somebody ask for the link to my course, digital real estate, that he was talking about. For those who don't know, I am the founder of the digital real estate program where I show people how to do that, um, become financially free, and 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 make some extra income online. Um, if you guys are interested in that program, it's currently closed, but you can get access uh, to it through our other programs like the ABS Tribe eventually. So, brother who wanted the, uh, the link, you can go to theabstribe.com. Get into that first, www.theabstribe.com. And if y'all go to these links, uh, if y'all want to be updated on whenever I go live again, text PEACE to 214-833-7781. This is where I give out updates about even courses sometimes, updates and what I got going on when I'm going live. Text PEACE, P-E-A-C-E, to 214-833-7781. And if you all want to get this book that I was talking about, y'all probably have heard or seen the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan hold up these books. This is, this is a book that he highly recommends. It's called How Jews Gain Control of the Black Economy. How Jews gain control of the black American economy. Of course, he's talking about the so-called uh, Jews. Um, so if you guys want to get this, just comment the word secret. If you're watching right now on my brother Ben X Facebook, comment the word secret to 
if you're watching on Brother Ben X Facebook. And I'm about to end out with the ABS Tribe. I thank all of you for listening, all of you for watching. I thank all of the callers, and I look forward to talking to y'all on the next show. Peace. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com